It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Wrestling Rehab Up podcast. I'm your host, Mari Forth. And with me, as always, my co-host, my tag team partner, the Jerry Sags to my Brian Knobs, Mr. Matt Scott. Matt, how are you doing today? Feeling nasty? Sad Sags. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Sags, if you're nasty. Yes. I, I don't... Sax is such a nasty name. It is. Ooh, I like it. That's why they're yeah, the nasty boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This doesn't sound. I will say, my mouth. Brian Nobbs, out of, out of the WWE legends that I have met, he was really cool. I will say that. He was still funny, still very much playing up the, the shtick when I met him like three years ago. My. The strongest impression for me of Brian Nobbs was from uh, the now canceled, well, canceled in more ways than one show, Hogan Knows <laughs> Best. Or I should say oh, VH1's wow. Hogan Knows Best. That's how we have to talk that. about shows. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> probably for the best. But, yeah. you know, he's hopefully he's okay. Hopefully. Yeah. So, Tom, I said hi when you talk to him. When he yeah, because of course I comes up have him on speed dial. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, anyway, well, great to be, <laughs> <laughs> great yes. to be here. Uh, talk about a week in wrestling. I mean, I think the last few weeks have been kind of like, all right, things are going on, but definitely like a lot of like in the news type stuff has been just popping up this week. And I mean, none bigger than more releases, Matt. We got more releases, uh, yesterday. I feel like this podcast is just a WWE release. Re- uh, release update podcast because we I feel like we've we've talked about more releases this season than anything else. Yeah, we might as well go on like Glassdoor or one of those jobs. Yeah. Maybe we could turn yeah. this into an Indeed podcast where we help to like connect the wrestlers who are released <laughs> with new jobs and opportunities. Yeah. But no, it's sad. And Vince McMahon and his people with the unmitigated gall to release oh, as many people as they have. It's just, it's a, it's it a lot. Cr- it has been a lot. And it's, it's weird. It's weird because um, just every time that we get this wave of releases, I feel like one, for me at least, I'm just getting so much more used to it. Yeah. But it is sad. It is really it's sad. It's very sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sucks to be like getting desensitized to the releases, yeah. especially when you have so many uh, great names on the list. And it's just like, 
it just feels like so many people are gone and they keep just releasing more and more. But this was NXT releases. So we got word that Bobby Fish, Bronson Reed, Jake Atlas, Ari Sterling, Kona Reeves, Leon Ruff, Stefan Smith, Tyler Rust, Zachariah Smith, Asher Hale, Giant uh, Zangier, and don't, 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 don't say it, Mari. Don't I know. say it. No, don't. No. Mercedes Martinez <gasps> were all released. And I just. No, not Mercedes. I know. Uh, I know. Vince McMahon is out to what I don't know what we said on last week's podcast. I don't know <laughs> what he has against us, but I don't like it. I don't like you took it this all. personally. I yeah. still taking it personally. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and the, the worst kind of thing about this was they released the list in the middle of like SmackDown or like, right. <laughs> like, yeah, in the middle of SmackDown. And it's like, how am I supposed to sit here and enjoy this when like, now I'm just sad that all these people are, are out of a job now. Like who, yeah. who worked on the timing here, but also like, Tyler Rust is in the middle of like getting a push with a diamond mine. I mean, Bobby Fish just had a match with Roderick Strong. Yeah, to put um, Roddy over. Bronson, Bronson Reed. Reed? Reed? We thought he was. We thought they really thought liked him. That's we thought he was going up to the main were. roster. I mean, Jake Atlas as one of the only. I mean, the yeah one of the only openly gay wrestlers in the company, Min. and yeah. was and he was featured too in like. In, during Pride was, Month, uh, yeah, featured during Pride Month. Also yep. featured years ago alongside Stephanie McMahon. I think on like uh, CBS's uh, Undercover Boss or NBC. I don't know what show. Yeah, because it was during the care. Evolve because yes. he was like big in Evolve and WWE like acquired Evolve. Yeah. So and he, but he had been sitting on the sidelines. Like I think no, did he have an injury? He and literally then he came was back. in the match. He was in the match where Mercedes received the concussion. They were teaming yes. together. Yeah, and exactly. I think he was also in. He might have also been injured, injured prior in to that. Weeks, yeah, yeah. Or, but even a- after that, he might after have been. That? I don't remember. Dang. Either way, either way, strange. Um, speaking of which, it is strange that Mercedes, who like a month ago received a concussion, was just yeah. released. So I don't know. Not a good look. It seems a little questionable, but. I don't, what do I know? And then like, I think most of these guys are from 205 Live. We've talked about Asher Hale before. Um, yep. Oh, Mike Bloom's yeah. son's uh, namesake. Yeah. Um, but also Leon Ruff. Leon Ruff is married to uh, the ref Aja, if I remember uh-huh. correctly. Or or they're Sorry. engaged. Yeah. So that kind of really sucks for her. Like the, the black lady ref in NXT. Yes. Yeah. Not yeah, to be confused I'm just saying. with Aza from BB23. <laughs> right. Um, Aja, for those who don't know, um, yeah. an icon. Shout out to Aja. But yeah, yeah it is. It's a sad. This is time. really, really sad. Yeah. And so, you know, I mean, here's, like, here's the thing I'll say too. I think, I don't know the exact numbers, so don't quote me on it, anybody. But I remember reading or seeing a tweet or something from months ago that was about how there are about 80 or 90 active wrestlers who are actually on the shows each week or regularly or something to that effect, Uh which I believe that sounds about right. And then at the time, again, a few months ago, they had close to 300 people, wrestlers 
signed. Yeah. So signed. Yeah. So when I see the releases, I also just think about how much money the companies really hemorrhaging just by paying people to sit on the shelf and not be used. So mm-hmm. like from the business perspective, I get it, but it's also a horrible look to fire this many people, especially people uh, who are like, too. who are act- all at once and mm-hmm. actively on TV, like TV. On, that is like the TV worst. Not, yeah. not, not smart, not good. And they're like underestimating the impact of like, Ooh, this person's on the show a day later we fire them like that kind of stands out that kind of mm-hmm. stands out not not a great look but yeah exactly like tyler russ was literally just on the on the yeah. screen so it just doesn't yeah and it kind of like following news of releases it kind of goes back to uh cassie lee the former peyton royce gave mm-hmm. an interview to uh, i think it was chris van bleet I think that's her name. Um, yeah. A podcast interview talking about her, you know, still trying to get over her release and some of the ideas that happened. I I don't know uh, <laughs> this interview like kind of helped her because I, I mean, so bad. Well, uh, yeah. Okay. It's like always remember the humanity, right? But yes. I yes. feel really bad for her because I mean, she's talented and, and she's, Very. and, and one thing I've appreciated since her release is that she's opened up about different things. Like there mm-hmm. was a podcast episode of her podcast, um, which is off her chops with, mm-hmm. with her, with Jesse K, Jesse yeah. McKay, Jessica McKay, um, who's the former Billy K. Billy Kay. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, like they, they were talking about like, body issues and eating disorders and things like that and it, it yeah. takes a lot obviously to be that vulnerable so shout out to her for that but between this and then another story that she had where she went to like pitch an idea last year to Vince McMahon and then didn't have anything to say to him I feel yeah. so bad for her yeah for she said she froze right in she the froze. he was yeah. like what do you like to do for fun and she said that's what she said (laughs) oh my gosh that is like the absolute worst thing you can do with we need to you know what cassie cassie you're welcome on the podcast um yeah we let's give you a redemption we could give you a whole new podcast not no well like she's doing big things like that is that is a step down you know what network we're on mari rob has a podcast it's not um mari and matt have a podcast that would be like small potatoes we're on rob has a podcast and you know what this could also be uh rob has a pod uh, rob has a podcast featuring cassie so okay let's i mean um, who else are we going to have? Coral. We're going to have Coral from oh, yeah. um, Real World the New challenge. York. We're going to have... Oh um, That'd be amazing. Uh, you know what? Bring all comers. We'll take Bring all the Seamus, friend of the pod, right? Yes. Uh, Seamus. Great, <laughs> great, great guy. Great chap. And you know but, what? Yeah. But Cassie Lee next. talked about... She also talked about how she was the one who pitched the idea to break up the Iconics. And that I was like, girl, why? Why would you do that? Like, especially at the <sighs> point when the Iconics got broken up, they hadn't done anything yet. Like, I mean, they were they had been the champions. They were champions for like two months, but they were barely on TV. 
you know and i just felt like that group could do so much more which is why when they got broken up everybody was pissed off at vince mcmahon and then people were pissed off when they both got released and then for her to tell us it was basically her fault i was like girl you should have kept that one could i say something i want to say something like really sincere right now which is like tough for me to do on on this podcast but to be sincere (laughs) um like it's I think her story really helps you see how like as a performer in the WWE environment, but also just as like an, a performer in anything where you're on TV in front of people like you don't know. Perception isn't always reality. Like it's hard mm. to have a clear idea yeah. of what you should do, of where you are, of how good you are, of you know, where you need to improve. And so this is a great example of like, she had an idea that probably totally made sense to her at the time. And it probably would have made sense to most of us, but hindsight's 2020. So, you know, you can't really do anything about that. And you have to kind of look at her example as like this tale of like, you know what, like it's hard to know the right thing to do. And sometimes we make choices that we don't love later, but that's the way that it is. Exactly. So it, it, that's how it goes. I, I hope she, um, you know, whispers of where she may go next, if she's just taking a break mm. from wrestling. But either way, we wish her all the best. Uh, we got a lot of really great questions from the Job Has a Squad cast uh, Facebook group, yes. the unofficial official patron group yes. of Rob so, Has a Podcast. So many iconic questions. Yes, so let's exactly. dive right in, Mari. Who did we get? What did we get questions yeah. from? So our first uh, question is from Jacob, and um, his question is: With rumors of Pete Dunn's contract coming up, where do you speculate he ends up? Unlike the majority of recently released talent, he has no real connections to AEW, as far as Jacob knows, but he hasn't been utilized as much as he could should be in WWE. What's next for the bruiser weight? So I, I like this question. I put this question here because I think it goes right in from our, our you know, our releases. But honestly, yeah. I, I, we keep hearing like a lot of people's contracts are coming up. And normally you don't hear that. You, you know, we, we're hearing that more and more as the years come up but that's because talent can um actually hold out longer now for new contracts you see what i'm saying so just because we hear that a talent's contract is coming up doesn't necessarily mean that they plan on leaving it's it, if, mm-hmm. it, if it's anything like the nfl and what i know about the nfl it's just to leverage you know it's to leverage your next contract and so i mm-hmm. personally if i'm thinking about it right now today from everything i know i do i would not see pete dunn leaving only because he is like triple h's like heir apparent like triple h loves pete dunn from what i understand i could be wrong but from Mm. what all intents and purposes from what i've heard triple h loves pete dunn like a son (laughs) basically yeah like so i i can't Mm. see them giving up giving up the bruiser weight especially since he's so talented so charismatic so well like great fan following so i think i wouldn't be surprised if he's just like kind of leveraging that to probably get more money or something like that but um, oh, that, that could no. just be me projecting maybe what do I you think, think it, may, it might be you projecting but you know what the thing that I would love to see is since you mentioned it uh, we need we need Pete Dunne to stay around we could get like a gimmick where Triple H is Pete Dunne's illegitimate father oh let's um, not please I mean they kind of visually stop it 
it were I mean they have the scruff Stop it right in now, the hair. Sam. Yes. Ugh. So you know what? Here's the other thing. We haven't talked about Adam Cole moving on from I'm like, I wanna do this a bit, but I don't wanna I really wanna talk about Pete Dunn. So right, yeah. You know, he's great. I don't I think the we it's just a lot to think about. Yeah. How many people won't be going to AEW for various reasons? Like there are so many people being released. There have been more than 50 WWE stars released this year already. Uh, yeah. Well, so, yeah. you know what? Like I will see what happens with him. I hope that I do hope that he stays because I did see something from Sean Ross Sapp a tweet from a couple of days ago or earlier today that was just about how only about 18% of people who were listed in like people released this year and last year, I think. So I don't know how many people that is, but he said about 18% of people are now signed to new full-time contracts. And so it sucks mm-hmm. to be unemployed. Right. Um, and yeah. I hope that everyone's able to find a way to kind of make a living, especially as we, you know, have the vaccine and and less pandemic worries. Hopefully, yeah. I'm looking at the the tweet you sent me with all of the um, yeah, the releases from 2020 and 2021. And oh my gosh, it's just it's hurting my heart all over again to look at these names because mm-hmm. it's just so many people. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I mean, wow. <sighs> It, it's yeah. crazy isn't it you know um and it's, it's very surreal because i guess yeah. the, with the pandemic they're they're going through a lot what a lot of average americans are going to, through as well like a lot of people yeah. lost their jobs these last this last 18 months have been a whirlwind for a lot of people and it's very sad to see um on this type of scale yeah on the like on the flip side of things too i mean i'm always just trying to look for silver linings like hopefully they're they've been in the mindset of I could be released at any point just because they've seen that happening. And then they also, and this is something that um, Cassie, AKA the former Peyton Royce talked about, um, which is just having friends who are released at the same time. You're able to kind of come together and be like, Ooh, we get it. We're with each other. So hopefully that's like one of the, one of the silver linings of being released in 2021 alongside 50 other people. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Or and, just like your contract expiring this year, which we've also seen with a number of people. Yeah, and we've seen that the pandemic has uh, had a way where, you know, streamers are rising. Um, the former Iconics are, are they put their podcast together, like you mentioned. So the the good thing about, um, you know, the bright side, should I say, like you said, about the pandemic and this uh technological world we're living in now there are a lot more ways that people can make money you know using their likeness gaming whatever you know than ever before so um you know uh, best wishes to all of them uh i also just want to say real quickly Mm. we did get word that ruby riot may be going to aew under the name ruby soho i love ruby riot i love ruby riot and um I I'm so glad she has a landing spot. I just would like to see her on TV. <laughs> so if she goes to AEW, yeah. I hope she gets like featured or or whatever. But I I want to support her so badly because she is such a great worker and amazing person. And I 
just want to see what's next for her. Just like many of these, these wrestlers. So also support your local wrestling indies as well and buy wrestlers merch. Like we said before, buy their merch, support them in any way that you can um, to just let them know that, you know, you're, you're thinking about them. Okay. And uh, also the great Edmo asked us, shout out to Edmo. Uh, he said this topic has kind of been discussed before, but we constantly. Oh, sorry. Look at me. Look at me. Not reading. Wait, what? Uh, <laughs> that was a good, you did a good job reading. No. no. Oh yeah. Oh, I thought he said consistently. Okay. All right. Whatever. So, but we <laughs> we constantly. I mean, yeah, this is the same way. Like constantly, consistently, <laughs> uh, we see these male superstars like Cena and Goldberg come back constantly. So maybe it was consistently, and then, anyways. At most, mm. so great. Um, the primary women who get that to that level of pop uh, are like your Trish and your Lita. Do you feel? Do you guys feel like in ten years after they call their careers a wrap, some of the current roster, primarily the horsewomen, will get that treatment? So basically, yeah. asking, well, the, can the women be brought back? Honestly, Edmo, I feel like there are women right now who could be called back that aren't just Trish and Lita. Yeah. And even, yeah, yeah. Cause the person mm-hmm. who actually came to mind for me here was Beth Phoenix as a great example yes. of someone mm-hmm. who sure was over in her, over in, and popular in her original run. But then when she came back, and I don't even mean like the, maybe this was women's Royal Rumble era. Rumble. Like, so the yeah. last few years, but she did come back and kind of have a run tagging with, um, Natalia, Natalia. again. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like, the just the reactions she would get were so strong and even now she's i mean obviously still a commentator with so good on NXT. she's so great Mm -hmm. people love her so yeah they could definitely do this i i don't know if it's a question of like who exactly because i i could picture a world where like most of the women could be in a spot in 10 years where they're back and get a, a huge reaction but it all really depends on how they set things up. The horsewoman, one thousand percent to borrow right. from Jacob Jones, one thousand <laughs> percent will like get that reaction, um, unless they're like canceled for some random reason between reason. Uh, now and then. But yeah. But the funny thing is, the, I think the reason why we don't get more women coming back for pops like that is because WWE treated their women very horribly and in the past. And they still yeah. don't value the women. So we don't get yeah. the returns of these past women a lot. Because exactly. They still don't like this is something that I feel like we see we've seen with survivor and i was thinking about it a lot in line with the top 40 countdown um mm-hmm. with rob and everyone watching survivor and i just watched survivor amazon back and there was a whole like gender dynamic twist and something i realized and this came up for cook islands when we were covering it too it's that yeah like regardless of what theme you're trying to push or what ideas you want to say that you have like if your editors are a certain kind of person or if the people in charge are a certain kind of person, like you're not going to be able to change the narrative. So with Amazon, like there was a ton of sexist stuff in there, even though I'm sure they were patting themselves on the back for being like really um, uh, like feminist. And I don't even want to know what the editors thought at the time and cook islands, Mm -hmm. same thing. So diverse, but like there were also a lot of problematic things and a lot of stereotypes that were forced in there for a lot of people. And so I feel similarly with the women here, where like they could say that they support the women as much as they want, but like 
the numbers don't lie. Like the numbers of people we see show we see show up. Uh, I don't know. I'm not in people's bank accounts. I'm not an accountant, but um, mm-hmm. I know that the women are paid a lot less typically than the yeah. men. And so these are things that like matter and that I agree clearly that. show that they don't value the women as as much. I would love to see people like Trish and Lita and and Victoria and bring back anyone. I was thinking Melina. Yeah, Melina is going to be on. Would be great. Molly, 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 Molly with the Molly. With she's the producing Nikki now. I think. Stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah, bring her in. Yeah, uh, Melina was actually just uh, announced to be on the in- Empower. NWA Empower. Yeah, so um, that might, uh, we might have to get Rob to pay for that so we can watch it. Yeah, we'll be there yeah. live. He, I mean, person. he sent Chappelle um, and Jacob to a boxing match. He can at least pay $60 for all women's wrestling uh, match plus, for us to watch. Uh, oh, I thought, well, um, also plus flights and hotels and food <laughs> and thanks rob well i don't even know wait actually where where are they doing in where are they doing in power at do you know i wasn't invited so um i don't know <laughs> you know what to bo- now I, I might mean, have to look to, that up to go further back just to borrow from um dennis stamp who is famous for his line in uh, beyond the mat uh he doesn't he doesn't show up because he doesn't get booked i don't show up when i'm not booked so <laughs> i'm not booked I'm not booked. That's amazing. I won't be there unless Rob, Robbie. Oh Dad. god, that, that's I know. Pay for us. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah. Like, so, so never mind. I'm not going to say daddy. Let's keep going. Please don't. Yes. So yeah. So Edmo, I think I think the the women, like Matt said, do have the kind of star power now to come back but like matt said will they be willing to pay them because i'm i'm pretty sure they weren't paying gail kim enough when she came back you know they still i'm i will not rest until i see melina versus naomi i will push that agenda until i can i will push that agenda as far as possible even mickey james we just talked about mickey james mickey james had a good run um but you know they could have definitely utilized her better so like Matt said, it's it's how the company treats the women, which will um, dictate if the women want to come come back, because I bet you they're paying Goldberg so much money to do absolutely the bare minimum <laughs> in comparison. Yeah. Oh, OK, so we have a, we had a lot of great questions from um, the Job Has a Squad cast uh, Facebook account. So we will be uh, going through more of them as we go along through the uh, show. But uh, we want to just plug our our, our emails and social medias. Uh, Matt, where can the people find us? Oh, well, they could find us at <laughs> by email wrestling at Rob has a website dot com. Shoot us your emails. Let us know your thoughts. Hit us up. We want to know what you think about all the things that we just discussed and all the things, all the things that we're going to get into in the world of wrestling. Um, mm-hmm. You could use hashtag wrestling wrap up. You could also tag us on Twitter wrestling at wrestling wrap up. That's uh, wrestling R H A P U P. And then you could finally also find us in the job has a squad cast Facebook group, which is a lot of people who were and our RHAP patrons, but also just wrestling fans in this RHAP community. So if you want to mm-hmm. be part of that, hit us up. We will get you the hookup. We know people. We know some people. Yeah. So <laughs> but Mari, where else could they could they find us? 
Yeah, so you can listen to us on our uh, Wrestling Rehap Up podcast feed, wherever you get your podcast. We are currently, um, you know, you can listen to us in podcast form, or if you're watching us, you can watch us on YouTube. Um, you can watch this lovely video that we're making right now. See our lovely, beautiful faces. You'll also see some of the wrestlers, the pictures. It's a it's a great um, opportunity to see all of our wonderful guests, see all of the uh, wrestlers that we talk about. So go check us out on YouTube at the Rob Has a Podcast YouTube page. Uh, you can also, this is the perfect, perfect time to oh. uh, subscribe to the RHAP Patreon. Um, at the beginning of each month, you sign up at uh, www.patreon.com slash RHAP and you'll get access to exclusive pat- patron um, podcast feeds, patron mini games. Uh, you'll get access to the slop. Me and Matt will be on the slop oh. on Monday we talking will. about, yeah, the big brother of celebrity celebrity uh boxing fight you didn't have to say that word <laughs> but uh all that you can get access by going to uh, patreon.com and signing up for uh to be an rhap patron okay all right man we talk a lot so we have to get to our wonderful wonderful guest who has just been sitting there i'm pretty sure chomping at the bit Ooh. to get on while we talked our, our little hearts out that's uh, right Matt, who do we have this week? Oh my gosh. What an honor. Because let me tell an you honor. that this is only our third Canadian guest in wrestling rehab of history. And knowing the iconic legacy of Canada and pro wrestling, we know that she will do us and the wrestling world proud. This guest hails from the creative capital of Canada, K-Dub, the Water Taxi, the Looney Tunes, the Lou, Waterloo, Ontario, Canada. This guest is a woman of all seasons, covering shows like F-Boy Island, Sexy Beast, Average Joe, BB-23, Love Island, Too Hot to Handle, Survivor, The Circle, BB Can 9, Beauty and the Geek. Oh, and that was this year alone. Come on. (laughs) She's everywhere. And she's a multi-talented, platinum quality recording artist and the creator of such iconic wand-off songs as Roar Kit and Kid on My Socks and all sorts of other stuff. She's a Libra, and I'm not talking about Libra from BB10. Uh, she's an ENFP. She's a Renap celebrity. Get her in here. Make m- no mistake about it. This might be a hot girl summer, but now we're ready for a Jenny Autumn. Jenny Autumn, welcome oh. to the podcast. Yeah, Jenny's here. Yeah, we have Jenny. Oh, yeah, yeah. I am, I'm speechless. You you brought me on to talk, and I don't know what to say right now. I need, I need Matt to follow me around in my life and hype me up on the regs because oh, I yeah. feel invincible at this moment. You uh, know what? That was like the greatest introduction of talk. Like, listen, you guys always kill the intros here. Like, obviously, that's the point. But I. I you just outlined out accomplishments I didn't even know I had. I was like, oh, yeah, I did that. Yeah, I was on that yeah. podcast. 
And that's all Matt. That's all Matt. And you know what, Jenny? You know what? I'll say this. Like, all you need to do is get me some honey, some cough drops, and some water, (laughs) and some coffee, and I'll do it. And a flight. You know what? Let Rob know that Maybe do you have an event that I can follow you to? I I just want to hang out. And, like, if you can occasionally be like, you know what, Jenny? You did that. I'm like, yeah, I did. I did that, Matt. You were absolutely right. right. I I have my passport right here, too. So, Rob, if you want to, I'm pretty sure we're letting you guys back in the in the country like now. I think like this weekend is when we're allowed. Wow. You guys are allowed to come back. So yeah, I mean, yeah, let's yeah. make it happen. Make it happen. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, That's this is the thing is like I yeah. I'd just be happy to have you following me around um and and just saying nice things um and just. The reason I'm on this podcast is because I I want to hang out with you two. Yes, uh, I, same. Yeah, I haven't gotten an opportunity to podcast with either of you, and yeah, I'm like, oh listen, I haven't watched wrestling in a long ass time, but I will, <laughs> I will watch anything you guys send me if I get to hang out with you two on a podcast. So it's an absolute really? honor to be here. Thank of you for course. having me on today. It- we are so glad to have you like one of the few people who we're like anybody want to come on the wrestling wrap up podcast and you're like yeah me we're like okay great <laughs> at first I was like oh, come on. <laughs> yeah. listen I've seen who you guys have had on it's not it's not like you're scraping any bottom of any barrels here that's true, so. that's true. <laughs> this is but I, it's true, true. I, I'm like when 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 it, I realize that you guys are like not just looking for people that um are watching wrestling right now um to to talk about it i'm like okay like as long as i don't embarrass myself here because i just want to hang out and talk to you guys and and talk about all of this it's been a it's been really fun taking myself back to the world of wrestling yeah, so this is a judgment-free zone. Yeah, so. yeah but As you know sensitive. what? I'm an ENFP, okay? Like Matt yeah. said, come on. I'm just, I'm just like doxing all of the things about oh, you. Oh, it's like, all over your files. It's fine. I'm embarrassing. Yeah. yeah, but you know what? Jenny, you're an icon. And we know mm-hmm. that the wrestling half of audience now knows that if they didn't know that before. And they're about to hear your iconography and iconetry in a minute. So I didn't know I was an icon. And I'm like, that's why I'm like, I need Matt as my, like, listen, I would be your sidekick. You don't need to be my sidekick. Okay, well, we'll talk about it. It's fine. We could get one of those, like, mics at Toys R Us or something (laughs) that, like, you know, you speak to and it just amplifies it. I want a megaphone. I need a mic. My son has one. I can give it to you. I was going to say, within arm's reach. (laughs) yes and as always jenny uh you know on this podcast it's for we like to just keep it fun light positive um it's for the casual fans it's for the hardcore fans so that's why we're so excited to have you on tell the people a little bit about like what wrestling experience you do have so i'm old um and (laughs) so i actually watched wrestling in the 90s because I have an older brother and he was very very into wrestling um and so I my memory of it is like a little bit fuzzy because as an old my memory is failing me um but I will say that going through the wrestling experience this week uh through the clips that we are going to discuss today um brought me back to this this period of my life um so 
I watched a lot of uh, like '90s wrestling um, and mm-hmm. maybe like early 2000s. Um, I don't mm-hmm. know. I kind of remember the heyday. Honestly, yeah. I feel like it is. But but yeah. here's the thing: is like it's aside from like everything you guys have discussed so far, where like people are being like released from contracts and all of that stuff. Um, yeah. Maybe not the heyday, but I I'm I'm constantly surprised by like how it's still going strong because I think <laughs> I felt I felt of out us. of it you know, as I became like a teenager mm-hmm. um, and it kept going. I was like, oh, like this is still very much a thing. And <laughs> the blast from the past that I got with some of these people, like names that I actually recognize. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I, so like, I remember like, this is going to be like really embarrassing because I don't, I don't no, remember what time this was, but like, um, I remember like Ultimate Warrior. Oh, like, of course. um, mm-hmm. like, cause he had like the really colorful castles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, my brother had a lot of those like wrestling like figurines. So like, I'm pretty sure that like some of my Barbies were having like romances with <laughs> like some of these wrestlers. <laughs> like, I was creating yeah. my own. Oh, my gosh. But here's the thing. So, and like, you you will understand this as we go through talking about all of this. Um, I have this issue, and I honestly think it's like undiagnosed ADHD. But like, I have this issue where like Same. watching wrestling, I am very invested, and I do this with Big Brother and Survivor as well. I swear to God, I black out during challenges. Um, <laughs> yes. No, I do. Like, I really do. Like, yeah. I like I. Yeah, my mind just erases. Um, yeah, and. But Mm -hmm. I'm very, very invested in the Mm storyline. And that's what I liked about that. That's what got me paying attention to wrestling as a kid with my with my brother, because otherwise I wouldn't give a shit what he was talking about or like watching. Um, But I got very it's like a soap opera. Like I was like I was like a kid. I was like kid watching soap operas. Um, And that was what got me into wrestling, because I was like, there's always a storyline. There's always drama between Mm -hmm. certain people. (laughs) There's like and I was always all here for it. I was like, okay, these people like had a falling out. And now this person is like with this person. And because they have like a common enemy, now they're friends. And I was like, that is the thing that's always like been the most interesting thing about wrestling for me. I sort of got exactly. during the actual matches half the time. I it doesn't out. matter. Yeah. But yeah. No, I am here for the overarching like storylines of like what's happening with these people because it's constantly changing. Exactly. Um, and I, I'm glad to see that that's still very much the spirit of, of wrestling because that's very much what I remember. Like I remember all the theatrics of it all of the the entrances people like trash talking each other like that was the stuff that actually drew me in um you know in the heyday of wrestling and it's still very much the the thing and it's just so much more extra than i even probably remember modern extra i feel so it's like but it's updated the, yeah. the extraness, yeah yeah and, th- and that's the funny thing because people um love the like the attitude era the heyday of wrestling and not a lot of people realize like if you if you went back and watched on the network like i did not a lot of people remember that there wasn't much like really good actual wrestling happening during that time period it yeah, really was like- just great characters great character work yeah. great storylines yeah, shenanigans lots of, jean, lots of great jean shorts and <laughs> yeah um, the shorts, shirts yeah. people like they love to wear shirts back in the day yeah. too yes um, exactly yeah but it's it's really it's really interesting to see like how it's come because 
there I'm still impressed that like there's new there's new characters that are doing different things, but it's like because it's you know how many how many iterations of like a similar kind of character can there be? But it it's still happening. I found myself like while watching what's happening in wrestling right now, like thinking back to like you know oh this is like kind of this kind of makes me feel like this person's vibe or this person's vibe, but like mm-hmm. um. Updated. It's still very much it's yeah it's like modernized and yeah. uh yeah I don't know it's really fun and like like you were saying Matt like a, there's a lot of famous wrestlers from Canada like Canada yes, has yeah. its place in wrestling like oh very obviously much so. like obviously the Michaels brothers but like uh or sorry the Hart brothers um oh, yeah, Michael, yeah I'm sorry <laughs> um <laughs> yeah the Michaels brothers the pro- there's probably also some Michaels I, brothers too. I, I did Sean Michaels. In yeah, there you go, Shawn yeah, Michaels. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, was like the the antagonist of Canada, if anything. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, obviously the Hart brothers, and then like, I, isn't like Jericho also Canadian? Yeah, Chris yep. Jericho's yep. Canadian, Chris which I wasn't expecting that to be a, a thing that's happening right now. Um, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. yeah, Canada is like a haven for wrestling and good wrestling at that. Um, oh, so goodness. yeah. Go, oh yeah oh Canada <laughs> hey it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels so whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City go Kevin or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the Priceline app today your savings are waiting go to your happy place for a happy price Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, Everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Let's jump into it. Like, we, I know we are all excited. Let's jump into our highlights of the week. Each week we go over the different highlights from Raw, SmackDown, AEW, and NXT. Um, all of the highlights can be found in a very handy dandy playlist that is um, in either our show notes, or our show description on YouTube, uh, yeah. show notes on if you're listening to the podcast where you can watch and follow along with us. So we're going to start with Raw. And we're going to start with Charlotte and Nikki A.S.H. And the uh, debacle of it all. Um, So the first clip we get is Charlotte coming out to cut a promo on Nikki and talk about like oof meter, like yikes. Uh, the, Charlotte. The promo. Are you talking about the promo or the outfit? Because let me oh, no, just say up front, I want to break. I want to break down this outfit because. Oh, I like hold on. 
here's my problem with this outfit. It is we have like on the top spoilers have, with this image here. Yeah, well, <laughs> look at YouTube. You don't know what's gonna happen. You don't know what's gonna happen back there. Uh, the YouTube, um, but you know, on top we're getting like she's giving us Star Trek vibes with those shoulders with that crop top. On the bottom, you know, we're getting like Zumba pants, and then. Bike shorts are in, Matt. We're getting dancing with the stars. So I don't honestly. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I could have seen her wrestling in this, but it was a choice. So I just want to. I just want to break it down for a second. But I love. I love love a neutral. So I love that it's black um, and like silver. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the shoes personally. Um, Yeah, I I don't think she did go wrong there. I mean, it works with the outfit in terms of like color scheme because, but I just don't understand what's happening. There's like black tips and it's like a clear like side, but the, the, the heel is what really bothers me. It looks like there's like a little peg on the bottom of the heel. I don't know. It's just not oh, I didn't even personally. see that. It like goes out. It looks like yeah. a cone or something. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's almost like they modified that heel so it's not like a stiletto heel. Yeah, it it does look like a like a modified stiletto. Um, not a huge fan of the shoulders, huh. I will say, but not I liked the crop fashion. The crop I mean- with <laughs> the with the bike with the sparkly bike short. I'm o- I'm okay with that part of it. Yeah, okay, I, good. I, I like it. It's a definitely a Me power too. outfit. Um, the shoulders but, demand respect. I will say that. Like, you know what I mean? She's just like you coming in with those shoulders, and you, you gotta are, listen. You are yeah, demanding but you don't need to look like She looks like Captain Kirk, and that's all I'm gonna say. Stop <laughs> it. Anyway, Mari, you were telling <laughs> us sparkly, about though. this about this promo that Charlotte was well, the, like, the real thing about one of the kind of it was very tone deaf in a sense because she comes out. She yeah. talks about Simone Biles. The first <laughs> thing out her mouth is Simone Biles. Why? Well, me, everybody is just riding Simone Biles's tip this week. Um, But she just keeps, she said like, you know, when I heard Simone Biles had uh, withdrawn from the Olympics and then we were getting the crowd, crowd started chanting the Becky chant. Um, She said, wait, I'm going somewhere with this. I'm going somewhere with this. And where she went was just like, I understood. Like, she was basically using the situation to compare herself to Simone Biles to call herself the GOAT, which was fine. I mean, like, it's better than what we'll get to a little bit later. Um, but it, yeah, it was just a tad bit tone deaf. It 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 was just like it felt like a shoehorned in uh, reference. And further note, this crowd was in Chicago, and Chicago is notoriously a crowd that um, when WWE comes to town, they definitely uh, can be antagonistic. Yeah, they so, can be loud too. Very loud. Yes, they can get loud. Very known for their crowd work and then antagonism. So Charlotte has always been really good at working crowds. So uh, she's always been good at getting getting them right back, getting them to boo her, um, get them to focus on the story at hand. So I wasn't worried about about Charlotte here. Um, My my biggest worry about this promo, if we're just going into the promo itself, is again, I've talked about it on... We've talked about it, sorry, on the last few podcasts, but Charlotte is just making this their champion, Nikki A.S.H., look like a dummy. And it's just not the storyline for me. I just don't like it. Mari. (laughs) But I mean, she's like, 
in her defense, in Nikki's defense, she's not mm-hmm. a superhero. She is almost a superhero, Jeez, which, I mean, this is what you could expect from almost a superhero. If you're almost a superhero, you are a clown. And you know what? I'm just saying it and I'm putting it out there. And okay. I, we we saw her get clowned a little bit. A lot I, of it. I honestly, okay, so so it took me a little bit to realize that ASH stood for almost superhero. Yeah. Um, what is her other Same. name? Nikki, did she have a different name? Well, her original name was Nikki Cross. Okay, that's, yeah, her. that's what Charlotte kept referring her to as Nikki Cross. Did she do oh, it again? I didn't even I didn't catch again. Yes. No, because as soon as you said that, I recognized it because oh, no. she she was calling her ASH, but then she was call- also calling her Nikki Cross during that. So yeah. I was like, wait, what's is this two different people? I, I think she did that last week too. She did. Because I remember that week, coming. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if yeah. that's like a sign of disrespect where she's like, I'm not going to call you by your real name or if she's just messing up. But. No, it's just that the name was slap dashedly put together at the last minute over the last month or so. And people have not gotten used to calling her Nikki A.S.H. when they've been calling her Nikki Cross for five years. So, I mean, yeah, <laughs> like understandable. It's 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 cemented in your brain, I guess. Um, yeah. Are you guys ready for me to ask some questions here? Oh, about please. This? Where are we okay. born ready? So, well, first of all. I mean, Matt, you're alluding to the fact that like they're maybe doing Nikki ASH dirty or that you maybe don't think that like she's like worth respect. I'm, I just don't understand. I'm, I'm wondering I mean, I'm, about that. Uh, uh, I'm not putting right. words in your mouth. Okay. What's your so opinion, Matt? Let me, let me, let me tell know. you. So <laughs> she just looks a little bit too much like a goober to me. Yeah. Okay. So gimmick. I That's thought it, really. I, when she came out and I was like, again, this was the first thing I watched this week. Yeah. <laughs> so this was my entry back into modern wrestling right now. Oh, and, geez. and so we got Charlotte there. She's looking like a badass. Like she's like, you know, even though it's like I wouldn't wear it personally, I have I it commanded respect, <laughs> like I said. And mm. then I thought this woman was Sarah Beth from BB23 coming in for yes. a competition. <laughs> I, sw- I swear, I was like, what is happening right now? Is this real? Is this her costume? This is legit her costume. She and wrestles in it. This is a new it. thing. This is, like this is a- new. Okay. What did yeah, you her- do before? Because I just don't know if I'm loving like this. It was like black. Thing. No, it you just feels like goofy, like outfit. you said, Matt. Like kind of the goober thing where I'm just like, yes. I don't and know. that's it's the champion looking. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> and that's a, and that again, that's where all of this. This is where all of my object, uh, objections come from. From this storyline itself, they did not get Nikki Ash over before they put the title on her. So this would have been a great storyline if Nikki was chasing, you know, make her look like a goober, make her finally get the win over Charlotte. But she's a champion. She's a champion looking like a goober. Your champion should not look like a goober. The title should not command respect for the person wearing it. The person wearing it should command respect for the title. And that's why it's it's just very, very annoying here. And Neither mm-hmm. of those things is happening, Mari. That's the thing. Like, it's neither, like, the championship isn't helping Nikki. Nikki isn't helping the championship. Very true. So, the other thing that I wasn't clear on is because, like, what Charlotte is trying to say during this, like, and I agree with you, Mari, I think that the comparison with the Simone Biles thing was, like, 
She kept on being like, I'm going somewhere with this. And I'm like, I don't feel like she fully made the comparison <laughs> in a way that was like clear to me. Like, like mm-hmm. you really had to like mince it for us. Yeah. And like <laughs> he's trying to say like Simone Biles, she is the goat. And I was like, mm-hmm. I really, I thought she was just kind of making fun of a mental breakdown and trying to be like, I'm going to have a mental breakdown over Nikki ASH taking yeah, this title. Weird. Anyway. And honestly, if you got that from that, that is valid as well because it was not properly yeah. handled. Yeah, it was like I left. I left this being like, "What is happening here?" Um, (laughs) why the so so? What Charlotte is trying to say here is that Money in the Bank is the cheapest way to win a title. Can you guys explain this to me? Why that is, and is 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 that her just trying to deflect and be like, "You didn't actually win. Like it was through money on Money in the Bank." Or is there something about this structure that I should understand for why Charlotte feels this way? I mean, it's both because Money in the Bank, it's a briefcase. Once you win it, you can cash in on the champion at any time, at, at any moment. More than likely, when it is cashed in, the champion has probably just gone through a grueling match or or whatever. Like and the then same it, night as like that like, being... Not even the same night, like the same yeah. second. Like oh, the same okay. second, like yeah. uh, Charlotte at money at um, the raw after money in the bank, Charlotte was going up against a girl named Rhea Ripley in a rematch. Uh, their, their uh, match ended in like disqualification. Rhea Ripley then beat Charlotte up after the match. And then Nikki ASH came in and cashed in on Charlotte right then and there. Gotcha. So, the, so it's like, what, it's like coming in when you're already weakened and you're like exactly. you're only getting yeah. the match because you got this like briefcase of money thing. Yes. And um what and Charlotte has been cashed in on she said two times here, right? I think she said three. Three. Yes, okay, that's three. what I was about to say. I, I thought I heard her say two times at one point. I was like, girl, it's been three. Like that doesn't even make sense. But yeah, she's actually been cashed in on three times. She's basically the only person who's been cashed in on at this point. Um, because there's only been four women's money in the bank uh matches. Actually, she is the only person that's been cashed on, in on because the fourth one wasn't even a cash in. It was a title being handed over. Anyways, that's neither well, here nor there. There was like the one other that was, I don't even know. Mari, look, I can't keep track of history. Again, brain like goldfish, what same. <laughs> yeah. But you but, know what? Yeah. Here's the thing. Like, um, there was also the Alexa Bliss, Nia Jax, Ronda Rousey one where Alexa cashed in the same night. Yeah. So I'm kind of confused. I'm kind of confused about Wikipedia is so helpful. For it was three. So maybe things. if sorry, anyone wants to go back to again, this year is the fifth year. That's why this year was the fifth year before this. Five it was four. years. Okay. Yeah. It's five that years. Yeah. Sense. That's what it is. Um, but yeah, but anyways, so she's just saying that every time that the t- title has been taken to- from her like that, it was it was cheap and it was demeaning. And she's using this against Nikki ASH because she's saying otherwise you would have never beat me. And you this is the- go for me at like a weekend stay with like a yeah. Yeah. leg up sort of thing. Gotcha. Exactly. And the, again, the storyline has been kind of consistent with that. He did get a few lucky, what felt like lucky wins, but they made us feel like we're lucky wins earlier on in the year. Other than that, she's basically been losing to Charlotte. So tonight we got the uh, no holds barred uh, uh, match, which was great because Nikki when when you asked us what was Nikki ASH Ash whatever her original name was Nikki Cross when she was Nikki Cross not only was she an indie wrestler but she was like way she was like 
like dirtier to say like like that that sounds horrible but like she like, was like feral dirty? yeah she no 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 that, she was like physically she, dirty oh <laughs> she was like covered she, in sand not not no not, grab a picture dirty. for me Sand grab a picture dirty. for me if you can no i mean <laughs> um, but she was she Riley her flag you would say that sand is dirty <laughs> her character was like i'm unhinged and okay. I, I, I like literally that was her character she would okay. come in biting the road like a wild beast wild yes yeah, a wild yeah. lady and she is she had she's had very memorable um like a last woman standing match with oscar like she does really good um stipulation matches here and charlotte does too so um we got the no holds barred match Nikki beat Charlotte in the no holds bar match. Um, I can only imagine that we'll probably get something like, oh, you need a stipulation to beat me or something to that effect. But the fact that Nikki beat um, Charlotte here kind of scares me because at SummerSlam, Nikki A.S.H. is supposed to go um, against both Charlotte and Rhea Ripley um, in a triple threat match at, Survi- at SummerSlam. So I... <laughs> So do so they all I, fight each other? Sorry, like yeah, it's a triple threat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's everyone's just fighting each other. Uh, yeah, Rhea wasn't. If fight. I remember, Rhea wasn't on. Wasn't featured on Raw this week, right, Matt? She I know I'm not. was. She no, she was there. She fought um, Nia Jax. No, not. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Whole, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, that was a whole other thing. And, I don't know why I didn't pick that. That's who Nikki Ash beat to win the title. Or sorry, no wait, it was something about. I thought they were something about her fighting Rhea. Yeah. So, talking about SummerSlam. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. So Charlotte, so Rhea Ripley was the champion. I should have included her clips, but there wasn't much. Um, yeah, th- yeah, there wasn't much this week that, about- that forwarded. it. Yeah. Um, but Rhea Ripley was the, the Raw Women's Champion um, at, Money in, at Money in the Bank. She lost that championship to Charlotte that night. Then gotcha. the next night on Raw, uh, Rhea demanded a rematch. Charlotte basically walked out on the match, which got her disqualified. Again, Rhea beat beat Charlotte up. Nikki Ash came in, cashed in Money in the Bank, and now she's the Raw Women's Champion. Okay. So, so on the on this night on Raw, Rhea Ripley went up against Nia Jax. She beat Nia Jax. Nia and Shayna may have broken up here. Um, but I, di- I didn't include that, that in the highlights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't include it in the highlights because I feel like that's something that we'll get more about next week. But basically, Rhea got got a win back. It looks like they're trying to build her up for this SummerSlam match as well. But honestly, I I think Charlotte comes out of SummerSlam with the belt. And by the way, like with all of this, I think the the other thing is like this isn't this isn't Nikki at her most feral. Yeah, but I definitely we're getting a feral essence here. Thinking about this, uh, if you're watching YouTube, you're just seeing this picture of Nikki from her NXT days. Um, you get a, you kind of get the sense that she's a little off. Um, but you know what? Like you know, this was her vibe. I feel like this was a cool vibe. You know, I, I love stick with this, the black. Ha- this type of Nikki. Jenny, what do you think? Looking at Get this, back in black. I mean, I'm way more into this than the the goofy superhero thing. Yeah. Like, I really interesting. Yeah, yeah, I I just that that was the first thing I saw, and I was like, wait, no, they're not dressing like this now. Like, because I was like, are they all wearing like 
the like, <laughs> super, like capes and the superhero masks is like this oh my god is like, and I was like no it's not um yeah no i really do i agree with what you guys are saying that they are like kind of doing this girl dirty while trying to like elevate her as like the champion because right it doesn't make sense her character <laughs> is very like like in my notes i said i really think nikki ash is a dork but i'm happy for her because Poor charlotte thing. flair seems kind of like I an thought, asshole oh, she is yeah. this adorable i was like oh that's great these are great yeah i'm like you know what like good for her and but i'm like she's a dork like feel bad for her because like like, they're not and and that's what they're trying to do they're trying to get that sympathy get her over due to sympathy which i think is fine but again i just really do have a a problem with her having the title that's just me like i don't which brings us into the which brings us into our next clip. Um, the, the clip after the Rhea, uh, the Rhea, oh my God, the Charlotte Nikki ASH, ASH match is, uh, Nikki is celebrating in the crowd and then the, the New Day comes out to celebrate with her. Again, this is a classic rub. Uh, New Day are very over. Uh, them and Nikki ASH, I think, have they even talked like once before Probably this? Probably not. They came out, they celebrated with her to get the crowd hyped and 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 that's what, what they is, were doing. Dancing happened and it was something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was like a very what did I write down? I wrote New Day had their trombone. Yes. And then Nikki was on their shoulders. Yes. Did you see that she actually kind of like fell on the dismount? <laughs> no, I didn't see it. She was they were like going to put her down so she could stand and then she like somehow ended up on her hands on the mat. Big quirky girl energy from Nikki A <laughs> yeah. here. That's what they um, need to go for rather than like let's have her get beat up and see how this goes. Like no. Yeah. We need to have we need to have her just falling a lot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's like if it, it did feel like purposeful that it's like okay like like we're letting her dance that way like she's she like she's yeah. a quirky underdog and this mm-hmm. is supposed to be like this rootable character when you say the new date is over what is what do you because I don't have context oh, for who they yeah, are but sorry. I was very confused by the trombone um I'm very glad that I identified an instrument uh, correctly because I, when yes. it comes to brass stuff, I have no idea what anything is. Um, <laughs> I was like, they just came out of nowhere and then I will say, it's kind of my dream to be carried like that. She like had one leg on like each of their shoulders. I was like, yeah. I don't want to be like but wasted around like that. Though. Not if you fall after Je- like no. you land on your feet or else yeah, it's embarrassing could, and you wish you never an got on the shoulders. Yeah. No, yeah. Yes. When we say <laughs> New Day is over, we mean like the crowd loves them. They get reactions. They're very popular with oh, the crowd. Okay. You, I don't know if you noticed that, but like once no, they came No, no, that was the thing. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, this is like a thing. Like everyone's very hyped about this. Yeah. And they're her friends, I yeah. guess. But Are you guys they? said maybe naughty, like no. they don't have a relationship. This is a, this no. is a problem. It's like I'm trying to figure out like the relationships between people. It's like okay, like sometimes as spoiler ahead, like sometimes people are related and sometimes <laughs> sometimes they're just like these are these are my friends and i'm like i want to know why are you friends and this is my yeah. problem is that now i'm like i've jumped in in the middle of rest, modern day wrestling and i'm like why are these people friends but it's okay that's what that's what they wanted you they want they wanted you the casual to see oh 
that's New Day. Oh, people like them. Oh, they're cool with Nikki. Oh, they're just all cool. So that is exactly your, you know, that's exactly what they wanted you to take away trying from trying to it's We know that it's just like, you yeah, know. Okay. You so know. It's, manufactured, it's a manufactured relationship yeah. to mm-hmm. gain more support for Nikki ASH. Yeah, exactly. At least and in my opinion. And it's also, it it's, it's like very clearly a manufactured relationship by people who don't understand relationships. Like, <laughs> like yeah. Big Brother they, editing. Like yeah. It's like, oh, they they talk. Wait, they don't talk. Oh, okay. I saw those people together, but now I'm not seeing them together. And then they're friends. But are they friends? Like, how do they? That's yep. WWE for you. Like, they don't. Uh, it's just a little scary to see them try to make people friends because it's very yes. awkward. And not human. So yeah, so that was that was uh Nikki SH. That's she had a very fiery baby face promo afterwards. She's Uh, Scottish new. Is she Scottish? Yeah, she is. Mm -hmm. I was like, whoa, I heard her speak. (laughs) Yeah, cool accent, right? Yeah. Yeah. And one of the things she said, she said, I could have done that all night. She said she could have been thrown through tables. She could not have done that all night. No, Nikki Cross was really good at those like no holds bars. Nikki those, Cross like, was, but not Nikki yeah. Ash. Yeah, we'll see. They're this are they the same? Are they the are they different? Who knows? Right. So it was I mean, yeah, I I I I like that they it's just it just seems like one step forward and two steps back because they did all of this. They gave her the win. They had New Day celebrate with her. They gave her this. I really like that promo. I think it should have been on TV instead of a network exclusive. Um, but you you just also had like 20 minutes of Charlotte just calling her an absolute loser. You know what I'm saying? So it just, out. yeah, it just feels like, and if they take, and if they take that title off of her at SummerSlam, then. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she can like if that character can survive that. Here's just like one thing I want to put out there that like does bother me about this. They're not selling masks. They're not selling her mask. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So which actually says a lot because one, that's a huge missed opportunity. But two, well, no, that's like that's it. Like they should be selling them so people could wear them while she's popular, but but they it don't see the because like yeah. if it was yeah they don't see the value in her the value enough in it. to be like Ooh, mm-hmm. people are going to want to buy those masks which is mm-hmm. kind of sad maybe they'll start selling them at some point hopefully they do but that is strange that they're not doing that already it's been like a again month, you know if we haven't gotten a glow belt we are not getting that mask a glow belt like a naomi mm-hmm. belt glow that glows yes we're not getting that ever. You think they're just cutting costs? Like they're like yeah, we've not definitely. had like in person revenue for a long time, so like, no, we Jenny. Can't. No, <laughs> no. Here's the thing: they have masks uh, for your mouth that they're selling, but they don't mm. have. We could just use a little bit of an eye mask from. Nikki. You know what they could make? They could make an eye mask that has the mask built into it. Two birds, one stone. Yes, perfect for robbing banks. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> or saving the bank because you're almost a superhero. <laughs> oh, you can choose. Yeah. You get to choose or both. Lottery. Or both. But, it would be like that Spider-Man, like evil Spider-Man situation. Oh, okay. like, which ones? 
which one's good i don't know <laughs> i'm i want it nobody's buying that guys i'm sorry I'm there's I'm nobody's buying it. that i People, will buy the mask <laughs> they're still saying that she's not getting big pops and even getting booed it's some, only gonna be arenas. like 15 mari let's let's be clear 15 dollars in cheap plastic like that's too much you're right dollars? yeah do you think that like they're they're trying to see if this works for the crowd and then it and then they're like okay if they're not buying into her after this then she's done for at SummerSlam there there's always a bit of that i would say mm-hmm. mari i'm curious your thoughts too but they're they're always kind of keeping an eye out for what the appeals to the crowd the problem is they just don't always set people up for success so that, that they part. could be well received. I mean, like we could love anybody. We could be super into any character if they just presented them the right way. And that's like the weird thing about wrestling. Yep. And that's literally what we're kind of about to get into right here. Oh. So um, our, our next clip is Goldberg confronts uh, Bobby Lashley in MVP. And so Goldberg, this promo itself was not honestly much. Something about gladiators, something about arena, something about you're scared. I don't know. It was just a Goldberg promo. But the something to note was um, during the promo, the crowd started chanting, "We want Wyatt." Bray Wyatt was let go. I think right, like right after we stopped, fi- like filming last week or something yeah. like that recording yeah Saturday or- yeah bray wyatt the fiend bray wyatt was was let go he was released as well and the crowd the chicago crowd started chanting we want wyatt we want wyatt goldberg faltered for a little bit in that promo he had but eventually he got the crowd back into it by just saying the chicago because we're easy like that when we're in the crowds um but this brings up several things. I, I kind of want to talk about the several th- uh, the things before we talk about the Goldberg clip. Uh, we got a uh, no, we didn't get a question. Uh, people you reacted. Kinda? No, people reacted to a Ronda Rousey tweet uh, because oh. Ronda said, "I've seen you same fans that are chanting we want Wyatt last night, chanting we want beach balls over a Bray Wyatt." performance if the wwe treated him like he was expendable it was because you ungrateful idiots did it <gasps> first <laughs> so, what? yeah yeah no, so no, not that literally, we're not ungrateful or idiots that kind of goes into this like it's kind of parallel with the nikki ash thing because uh ronda is has a lack of tact but some of what she's mm-hmm. saying is kind of true you know in a sense yeah. that um y'all weren't chanting we want Wyatt until he was released but during mm-hmm. fiend matches you were chanting this is boring you were like not paying attention we had so many people talking about how the fiend <laughs> stuff was horrendous that that match with the fiend and seth rollins um like was that last year or a few years ago or a year and a half ago the people shat all over it in the red lights you know what i'm saying so it is very hypocritical I, and, and i get and i i get what ron is saying but matt let me know what you think here but the booking also does not help because bray wyatt was never booked in a way that was very strong like he would he would be pushed for a little bit and then it just seems like he would fall flat on his 
his face up and two, even just WrestleMania. We have a whole podcast of me talking about how Bray Wyatt needed to win against Randy Orton and he lost. Um, what did you think about this, Matt? You know, um, just to like touch on the Rhonda side of things and the, yeah. the chanting with the fiend. And then like, just quickly do it. Yeah, the fiend the fiend is amazing just as a note because so good. So like, good. the thing is, even just looking at his picture, like everyone has such a visceral reaction. Um the one and only Bryce Isaiah, Bryce Isaiah freaked yeah. out uh, when <laughs> when seeing him like Josh Wiggler and Mike Bloom freaked out. Jenny her eyes just went wide seeing <laughs> him. not ready so for this. <laughs> he's a, I'm gonna I'm gonna hide sorry about that. No, it's okay. I was getting used to it. But that's the thing. Like he stands out. He's different. You're like, oh, I kind of see this now. But you know what? I think everything. I I actually agree with what Rhonda was saying because people Mm -hmm. don't really like take always take responsibility for the things that they say and how their reactions actually like are not helpful or to certain things and and so this was a weird situation where like everyone every wrestling fan under the sun's like ooh, but i loved bray wyatt i love and it's like you know what he could come back if you still love him but like you also haven't necessarily been showing that love or support or when you saw him wearing that mask and them doing that gimmick like were you supporting and saying how much you love him and just showing wwe that he's not expendable also i will say this whole thing is ridiculous because we don't actually 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 know the circumstances of him being let go from the company right and he could come back so i don't i haven't thought too much about this just because they've let go like 50 people yeah at least this year i think they mm-hmm. just crossed, i know they just crossed that 50 mark and so yeah you know well if, it- if it's meant to be he'll be back Exactly. And it was just something I wanted to briefly touch on because I, I, yeah, those, the, the crowds, they were trying to make themselves heard here, but it just does seem like, like, how can we, it sounds like you're just taking a shot at WWE to take a shot at WWE. You didn't actually really care about Bray Wyatt, the superstar. You just wanted to make WWE feel stupid in the moment. Yeah. Other than that, Ginny, was Goldberg somebody that you had remembered oh, yeah. from? You watched yeah. it? <laughs> I was like, Goldberg looks old as hell. But he- <laughs> he's like 50 something. Yeah. <laughs> Which, like, I really shouldn't be age shaming, let's be real. But, um, <laughs> he, but when he opened his voice, I was like, or opened his voice. When he opened his mouth and started talking, I was like, oh, yeah, okay. Like, I'm brought back. Like, I remember this guy because he sounds the exact same. Wow, wouldn't you know people's voices don't change? Right. Um, <laughs> but I was like, when he, when he was there, I was like, he looks like he should be on, like, one of those like uh reality shows where they're like bidding on like abandoned uh like that storage uh, unit storage. yeah like storage yeah. Wars or something like that. Storage I was wars. like I was like, is this wrestling or is this storage war? It's like what's Stop happening it. here? <laughs> um, the talking in the third person Weird. I'm not a fan of this yeah. in any situation. Yeah. But I I understand its place in this where it's like everyone is like the ego is everything in wrestling. I understand. Yeah. Um, but you can be egotistical without referring to yourself in the third person. Like, come on. <laughs> I yeah. love this. And that's why I said this is literally your typical Goldberg promo. Yeah. Nothing's changed. Cut and paste, yeah. copy. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I did give him props for being able to uh, react to the crowd and respond. And you can tell that's that's a part of that old school wrestling where they're not entirely scripted 
mm-hmm. um, or anything. They're, they're building off of like what's happening in, in real time. Exactly. Yeah. What did you think of uh, seeing his, he walks off, Goldberg walks off and then MVP notices Goldberg's son in the crowd and decides to go and berate Goldberg's son for some apparent well, reason. rude. <laughs> so rude. This was, <laughs> this was interesting. Okay. So first, so this is Bobby Lashley, right? Bobby Lashley, yes. yeah. That's Bobby Lashley. He goes, he's a champion. So, so he he says, I'm going to beat up your dad. <laughs> Which is so funny yeah, to me. It is hilarious, isn't it? Could you I'm imagine? Beat up your dad. Could like, you imagine just like, you, you didn't have to do all of that. And like, what's the point? Are you trying to make him cry? Also, as a complete side note, just to give, you know, to give Lashley and MVP the benefit of the doubt. Why did Goldberg leave his son out there alone? <laughs> right. I felt like this was like a daddy wasn't there. <laughs> you're just gonna, you, you think your son's gonna enjoy watching the next three hours of this show alone in the front row? <laughs> no. Right. Won't. And he didn't have I to. I was kind of thinking that too. Yeah. And, well, and I'm trying, he's mm-hmm. not like a child, child. Like looking at him now, this kid's like what, like 13? He, oh, yeah, nice! Yeah, he, I think he's, he's probably uh, 13, 14 or so. Fourteen. Okay. He looked a like lot that. different when when he was like, uh, yeah. when Goldberg was around a couple of years. Like this ago. kid has definitely hit puberty. Like just like he's like yeah. he's got like now, muscle he and and of him when he was of him when yeah. he was like ten. Yeah, hold on. Yeah, it's yeah. wild because like he almost looks un almost looks unrecognizable. Yes, exactly. So while Matt tries to look that up, Ginny, I'm oh. so glad that you were able to kind of clock and that he was like young because uh, another thing that hit wrestling Twitter this week. Oh no! Like, wow, <laughs> Goldberg's son is hot, and people are like, no. guys, um, he's still a minor. Okay? <laughs> yeah. like, he's a very just much. He's hit puberty does not mean you objectify this child. He is fifteen. You weirdos! <laughs> it was so weird. It was so weird. It was so funny because I didn't even. I hadn't. I saw the tweets um, before I saw the picture, and I and if Matt does end up finding it, I I saw. We've seen what his his son look like before and oh yes. my goodness okay well that is yes. literally a child, child. Yes. <laughs> yeah literally like three years ago three years ago oh, he's 12 puberty yes. is wild guys it is hormones are it's like when they recast a child on like a TV show <laughs> yeah. as like a different like all of a sudden they go from like being five to like 13 and you're like it was like yes. six months ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. it's kind of weird Rolling because, like, in in the wrestling world, like, this is like the one case where no one would be like, like, literally, no one on commentary was like, you know, he grew up a lot since the last time we saw him. Like, <laughs> maybe that's a good note to make. But that would be yeah. strange if, like, you know, Goldberg just walked out one day and he'd gained like a hundred pounds and you know well, maybe grew in some gray hairs. On I, I'm telling head. you, like, like. Are they priming this kid to become a wrestler and like Harry? Because like like they're mm. including they're including him in things. You know what I they mean? Are. And like mm-hmm. the the Maybe. listen, the kid like looks pretty muscular for <laughs> a an adult early adolescent. Yeah, um, it, it'll go downhill by his like late twenties. Uh, but from experience, you're <laughs> looking real muscular, and it all it all goes downhill from here. Yeah, uh, yeah I was I was kind of confused about like, okay, like what is it about what is it about the kid that's like that's just the way to get at Goldberg, and 
like nothing yeah. off at him and i'm just like are are we building some sort of like storyline for a literal child <laughs> for some point that, well, it's been done yeah, yeah that, seen before we've seen it before but also that is just um when goldberg came back a few years ago seen in that that <laughs> photo he said the only reason why he came back was he wanted to be a superhero for his son because his son at the time (laughs) his son had never seen him wrestle because he had he had retired and then he when he had his son yeah and then so that's what why he initially came back and he's been back and forth for the last what like matt said three or four years now um Mm -hmm. so now i i think everybody was just very much just shocked that again it went from that kid to that kid you know life Uh, comes at you fast guys it's been yeah the pandemic has has had an impact on some people (laughs) honestly go touch some grass y'all touch some grass yeah Yeah. you never know watch the grass we're looking at minors here yeah yeah Yeah. and i will say too like they should have just cast someone else as his son like couldn't they find another kid who looked like his son no let it why and then they're like oh yeah that's definitely goldberg's just cast someone the else. integrity of the storyline <laughs> matt you, thank you okay thank you sure but this is pro wrestling he, <laughs> <laughs> he walks away as you guys acknowledge you just like like bye Wyatt. like you're on your own now um and then mvp is like yeah like mouthing at mouthing off at him um but then like this becomes an issue where it's just like don't don't bring my son into this and then goldberg comes back it's just like, and well, spirit the mess yeah. out of him mm-hmm. which was kind of cool mvp yeah great picture there matt oh, yes yeah, so it was good and, and this is just furthering the storyline i i am actually like i'm looking forward to this match bobby lashley they're presenting him very dominantly um I am really hoping Goldberg does not win the championship at SummerSlam. But huh. then again, uh, you know, I think uh, we'll talk about it a little bit later. But if he does, it might not be such a bad thing. Um, so what? next, you can't just drop. Uh, just, we will uh, talk what, about what, what, it later. Okay, we'll <laughs> talk about why it might not be a bad thing. I'm like, we can't just leave that on a cliffhanger. <laughs> but like, we'll we'll hang the cliff. So to Mari's comments about this later at some point. Exactly. At some the point, four right. hour mark. It's a teaser. Four it's hour teaser. Mark, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Thank you. Ginny understands podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so Don't real turn off qu- podcast yet. <laughs> real quick, I want to dive into really briefly honestly because i don't really care about this feud but i oh, i definitely wanted to get uh jenny's reaction to all of this so we got uh eva marie and dewdrop are continuing their feud with alexa bliss um but we had tamina versus dewdrop and in this instance we had several things happen tamina uh beat dewdrop dewdrop had injured tamina's partner natalia Famous Canadian there, uh, Jenny. Um, yes, who is related to the Hart family? A heart, yeah, yeah. She is a heart like a cousin. Sure, yeah, a, a yeah. Niece, probably she's a niece. Yes, yeah. she's, she's somebody's she brought niece. Hart's niece. Somebody niece. Definitely yeah, a daughter. <laughs> Definitely somebody's daughter. Yeah. <laughs> so um, not a mom. Uh, <laughs> she so Natalia's out. Tamina went to get revenge against Dewdrop. Uh, Tamina beats Dewdrop. Uh, however, Alexa comes on the the screen. She like makes fun of 
Eva Marie losing because Eva Marie before this, every time Dewdrop would win or anybody would win, she would say Eva Marie is the winner, not whoever actually won. So Dewdrop lost here. So Alexa Bliss said the loser is Eva Marie. We then got a segment where Eva Marie and Dewdrop attacked Alexa Bliss on her playground and then Lily popped up. Okay, so again, I do not really care about this feud um, only because I just don't understand it. Uh, Jenny, what do you Uh, think about these clips? This was this was some corny shit. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Um, Very much. Yeah, like, so I had heard of Alexa Bliss that I had never actually seen her before. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. Like, that name to me just sounds like a foreign name, to, quite honestly. Oh. But, well. no, I mean, well. uh, and I sometimes that forget it? that it's a, a wrestler, not a porn star. <laughs> it sounds like <laughs> it's one and the same at this yeah. point. Um, <laughs> but the puppet, <laughs> what is happening with the puppet? I don't like it. We still it's very don't know. Terrifying. Um, what is the mm-hmm. playground? I like that yeah. whole scene was weird to me because like when we had the interaction where they had Alexa on the screen being like, the loser is Eva Marie. Yeah. Um, like that was one thing, but then they had like the weird, like without the crowd, the silence of the editing of that um scene was like very very weird it was just like Mm. kind of uh i don't know i think it just like bumped up the awkwardness of that whole thing exchange yeah yeah and like dewdrop just comes and like kicks her off the swing and then um yeah eva's like this is evolution and then the doll comes to life Mm -hmm. like i'm yeah i I, i'm like did i do drugs what is happening (laughs) in this situation here what is this clip yeah and i will say too like the the they call it a playground alexa's playground in fact mm-hmm. it's a swing set it's literally just a <laughs> swing some, set can you imagine turf, like, like being a kid yeah being a kid and they're like oh we're gonna go to the playground and have a good time oh yeah we'll have a slide we'll have a, a merry-go-round probably a teeter-totter uh thing that you could climb and then um jump Monkey off of probably maybe some mm-hmm. sand none of it it's literally a swing yeah like what this is my problem with wwe again just... they're cutting costs matt <laughs> <laughs> yeah budget cuts <laughs> yeah okay. i i didn't mm-hmm. understand what was happening here um but it was terrifying i don't like dolls that come to life and i don't understand there was some like very this very juvenile energy with with Alexa. Again, I don't really know much about her character, but I was just mm-hmm. like, this is weird. I don't like. I don't like this weird childlike stuff that's happening yeah. here. Did it feel like a sexy baby? Oh yeah. my god! That's the other thing because I was like, don't okay, like this, this girl's like this it. girl's name sounds like a porn name, but mm-hmm. also she's like, I talk like a child and I have a doll. Yeah. I'm like, I don't like this juxtaposition of like she's dressed <laughs> scantily and like sexily, mm-hmm. but she's got like this like baby voice and a doll, and she's on a swing set. I'm not here for it. I don't like the juxtaposition of sexy child. Agreed. Okay, I'm very, thank you for validating this opinion because I'm I like, just why? love how much we're going into like we're going into like the ki- the kid dynamics here, yeah, and like, you know that's a great that's what it's presenting because so it wasn't it wasn't it like she wasn't always the 
sexy child in this thing like because she was it was there was one point and I think it was it was whenever the fiend returned Mari uh, Mm -hmm. back in February or early March or whatever early, that was. It was yeah. mm-hmm. there was a point where Alexa was kind of like straddling Randy Orton who was laying there and like that there were like a lot of comments around like the sexiness of it or like what are you doing like there were actually yeah. a lot of there was something with Randy Orton's wife where she tweeted like stay away from my man so that was a whole mess but I feel like that might have been like the turning point where they were really like let's go from creepy sci-fi into more of like this sexy child thing which yeah. is really strange i think it i think it also it just coincides with her face turn if you can call it that as well like um so jenny we showed you a picture of the fiend um alexa was like the fiend's like right hand woman like the fiend had brought alexa into his his playhouse he had a playhouse he turned her evil then he went away and alexa continued his legacy while he was away then he came back immediately lost and went away again she she said that she didn't need him so she was a very she was much darker character as you could imagine standing next to the fiend they were they were two very dark characters but then over the course of like the last few months or so like it's turned from dark and spooky to like matt says she has the doll now but it's all like weird giggly play she has also become more of a face uh, when we say face she's a uh, supposed to, she's supposed to be the good guy here um which going up against eva marie of course uh <laughs> is she but, the own villain like eva marie yeah yeah, you remember? Uh, did you? I watch remember her from Big Brother Celebrity. Yeah. I just didn't. Yeah. I just. I don't know her wrestling. Like, yeah, so. and yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure if you also saw that, you don't know much about her personality. Um, exactly. Either no, non-existent. But um, it seems like they were blaming her for Dewdrop losing. Like the commentators even were, where they're like, "Don't listen to like because because." She was trying to say like, "Oh, you didn't do what I said to do yeah. there, so that's why you lost." And then they were like. Dewdrop shouldn't have been listening to Eva Marie, so I was like, exactly. I, I always like I'm trying to pay attention to like what the commentators are saying because I'm yeah. like, whose side are they on here? Because yeah. <laughs> I don't have all always the background of like where like because and and not everyone agrees sometimes. Like yeah. that's, <laughs> that's a whole other part of it is like the commentators having their own like personal investment on like what's happening here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. That, and that's a tricky because you have a, a commentator who's like a good guy, good commentator and a bad guy commentator. So they help you kind of they spoon feed you who you should be rooting for. Sorry, Matt, what were you about to say? No, I was just about to say Dewdrop was in a, a tough situation, like to to figure out like do I uh, like do I do what Eva's telling me to I think Eva yeah. was telling her to like do a cross body so like cross do drop body, or yeah. do not drop you know I don't know I know <laughs> but it's like it was a it was a lot by the way Jenny just while we're still on this this is what Alexa oh was gosh. like back that's, in that's yeah. that's uh, April was that May yeah, yeah. yeah. oh yeah WrestleMania April April yeah yeah here's the thing I'll take this over the the child and doll thing um and, and this is terrifying i should mm-hmm. also make sure that you do know i i'm very scared of this but <laughs> i would prefer this kind of persona to the weird swing set doll stuff 
So you yeah. like the black sludge and spikes and like pentagrams versus like that. I'm with you there too. I'm like, how could you not? It's a cool vest, honestly. Like, it was, yeah, <laughs> that vest. really. She put her, she she put some budget I, into that. I do feel like it probably sucks to wrestle with like all of that like black face paint sludge. All like that's got to be uncomfortable, but. um I I think it's a better I think it's a cooler look like I'm I'm more intimidated by that so she wasn't she she didn't always show up like like uh this this was a a moment yeah it was a moment like an oil but like if she's wrestling they don't have her with like the sludge down her face yes exactly okay Okay. yeah okay it's like an interesting combination with like the blonde like like uh space buns with like the pink streaks through it. I was like, okay, well we're still like trying to serve like girly cuteness, but with like absolute like terrifying death demon, like <laughs> side here. And and that's exactly nice, what though. we were originally giving, what what yeah. she was originally originally giving there. So she yeah, I mean it's just hair. weird. We didn't we didn't talk about that back in on WrestleMania, but she didn't get sludge in her hair, and that's that's, that's smart. Art. She's a good artist, yeah, good yeah. for her. <laughs> so another thing we have to bring oh. up just from this um uh, this whole exchange is again, Tamina came out. They they referred to her as the um one half of the women's tag team champions. They have not said what they're going to do about Natalia because Natalia. Like we don't, we still don't know what actually happened, but she had surgery. So we got another question from Edmo um, oh. at, on the Job Hazard Squadcast uh, page. He asked, Shout out to Edmo again, of course. He says, with Natalia being out, should WWE pair Tamina with Naomi? Perhaps even go as far as joining Roman and the Usos to compile more gold within that faction. I thought this was a great question here because it's mm-hmm. something I didn't consider i didn't even think about it so tamina um in that in that first clip there janie she is related to well wait no wait no she's not related she's not related because she's a snooker but you have the family tree pulled up i know (laughs) i feel i i do this all the time but naomi is uh who you did not get to see she is was not featured this week she's actually married to one of the twin brothers at the end of smackdown the uso brothers okay yeah Yeah. so she's married to jimmy uso tamina is like an honorary family member because she's like fijian and her father wrestled with their fathers back in the day that that samoan lineage goes really far back so they're saying should we pair tamina and naomi together yep there you go there and oh yes and they were previously which ones ones, oh wait tamina's on the the right yes that's tamina on the right and that's naomi on the left they used to be team bad uh uh, back uh, back in 2016 so they do have precedence they are friends they were on total divas together they have tagged before so we're thinking do you uh bring naomi in to be tamina's backup i don't know if you could just hand her the title i feel like stranger things have happened so um uh definitely just go and uh <laughs> you know stick her in there you know um so there's that's what Edmo's suggesting stick her in there them then join roman and the usos to add gold to the faction um so i like this idea um yeah i, I really really like this idea I want I just want Naomi back on my screen and because she is on SmackDown and because the women's tag team titles can be defended on 
either brand uh i would Yes, please, please let's yeah. do that. Matt, what do you think about that suggestion by Edmo? I mean, Edmo is booking on the fly here. I love it. Yeah, I know, and I love it, and I I I love it. And my only problem with it is like that I just don't think it will happen, but I mm-hmm. wish mm-hmm. that they would do that. Or I I actually I do hope that they'll go with the angle of, well, we're not just gonna strip them of the championships. Tamina needs a replacement partner. So mm-hmm. maybe we'll get that. Maybe we'll get there. But at the same time, I also feel like, I don't know. It's okay to dream. I'm with you, Edmo. I want this. I know. I want, I, I want, I want them back together. Cause like, why not? There's so much there. It was just great to have them as team bad. That was an iconic period in Ugh, WWE's my favorite women's history, the evolution, mm-hmm. which I think at the time was, uh, what's the other word that they used? The women's evolution, revolution, revolution versus evolution. Was it revolution? Yeah. So, yeah women's revolution. Yeah. 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 They, they did, went yeah, back yeah. and forth with those yeah. things, but yeah, I would love to they see did. them, would love to see them back and at it again but i just i love naomi i want her back on my screen please naomi (sighs) so yeah great question by edmo thank you so much edmo and again we'll have a few more questions throughout the broadcast here um and that's all for that's all for raw Uh, that's really all i really want to talk about raw was okay this week you know um we're kind of getting up the lead up to SummerSlam. we have two more weeks so some stuff is dragging some stuff is you know going well but other than that you can again catch the the highlights uh, our playlist you can catch them in our description um in the show notes and the uh, show description below lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So let's head on over to NXT. Um, and NXT, I we have to start with Dakota Kai telling us why she turned on Raquel Gonzalez. Um, so I just, whew, I love this promo. I, I, I really do. I watched this promo no less than four times. It's literally just Dakota talking directly to the camera about why she did what she did. And I loved every second of it. I think it might have been my favorite thing of the week, to be quite honest. I really I'm so happy for Dakota. I'm 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 she's making me really interested in this feud. Um, Matt, what did you think about this? Oh my god. She 
I'm just so, I'm so, I feel like I'm bursting pride a little bit too for her. I don't know um, where that pride comes from. I'm just proud of her because like she's a great wrestler. We know amazing, Mm -hmm. but did we know that she would be a great character, a great heel? No. And that's the thing that I was kind of always worried about to see. Ooh. And she had the lighting in that promo, just the close up shots of her face where you could literally see the anxiety like oh we love we love some good um acting anxiety in, yeah, in yeah. wrestling it's great uh but no she really was leaning into it and it to me this felt like it was like kind of like a therapy session and i'm all here for it because she was just mm-hmm. venting and it didn't feel forced because when i when I kind of was like going into this promo, I thought, why does everyone always feel the need to explain themselves? Like everyone Mm. always feels the need to be like, here's why I did what I did. Like people don't do that in real life. Um, (laughs) That's called a confession. And we're not here for that. So I loved this. Like we got the girl interrupted type of deal. Like I could just picture her being like, no more wire hangers. Like, please, please. So this was probably possibly my favorite thing of the week too it's very dramatic um (laughs) i I found i mean as someone that had no context for what was going on here i'm like i i would like the backstory here because i was like okay so they were friends raquel basically left her in the dust she doesn't like want to be the sidekick she feels like you know like and and like that that iconic line of like I brought you into this world I'll take yes. you out of it like yeah. I'm like okay Chills. so like she really feels responsible for this girl's success and then basically like my interpretation of how this was presented to me is that you know this Raquel girl like kind of came up with with her and she helped elevate her and then mm-hmm. she kind of was like I'm too good for you now it's like your typical like mean girl type friendship thing where it was just like yeah. now she's acting like she doesn't matter. And so that's upsetting. Uh, mm-hmm. Dakota, is that like, what is it? What so, a, a little bit story, <laughs> a little bit there. D- Dakota did a really good job of basically explaining it all in the promo. So um, Raquel Gonzalez first debuted in one of the May Young classics. She was surprisingly, yeah, a couple. I can't remember which one. There's, there's Whatever, been two. Yeah. Um, but she was surprisingly upset uh, by, I think it was Casey Cananzaro that actually upset her in the, um, it, no, are you, um, are you looking it up? Anyways. No, I'm uh, not. I was just, okay, I was looking just, up in my brain. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. That was the brain. Was, like the gears are like smoking. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. So, so Raquel is actually, uh, if, if I remember correctly, I think I've said it on a few podcasts, but Raquel is pretty new to the, the business. She is like a WWE sign on. Uh, they had her work the Mae Young Classic. She was still green. Um, she lost and she was just very young and just new to the game. And Dakota is a indie legend. She's known as Team Kick. Like people loved her. She had so much hype coming into NXT. And like Matt said, we've always been rooting for her, but they just never gave her anything to really sink her teeth in until she turned heel. She turned heel about 18 months ago. 
in the quest to turn heel. She brought Raquel Gonzalez in to be like her muscle. That's where you got shots of them like standing, you know, uh, next to each other. Raquel, like back to back. Yeah. Raquel helped her get through so many of the women, but uh, Dakota just never got the championship. Um, throughout their partnership and then as they were both you know working and Raquel's star started to rise Raquel started to get more and more wins Raquel um, I love this I love this part I mean it just total long long uh, term storytelling here that we knew it was coming but I love it when they present it to us just like here it is here you go Mm -hmm. um uh, that it goes back to that time that Dakota basically kind of called out Io Shirai after like she had lost to Io for like the second or third time and Io Shirai walked right past Dakota to offer mm-hmm. a title shot to Raquel mm-hmm. and it, I loved all the shots of them like D- Dakota's face like in every background just so sad like Dakota's face and Raquel ends up taking the women's championship off of of Io Shirai and ever since then uh, Dakota has been right there she's been helping Raquel uh, keep her her title Um, but like Dakota said now all of a sudden I'm your sidekick and I didn't appreciate that and uh, last week uh, Raquel was like okay who in the back or two weeks ago whenever who in the back there's nobody in the back who could face me there's nobody and that's when Dakota turned on her and straight up kicked her in the face and it I, I just did that that's literally the clip guys that's why I went through the highlight here yeah. for the listeners but it's also it's just great storytelling and and it's not even that Raquel is a mean girl and turned her back on Dakota it was that Raquel just started to look past Dakota and Dakota's like no I'm here and I am going to I when she said I brought you into this world I'll take you out I was like oh my god are you my mom like, like <laughs> <laughs> well like she feels like she's she's Raquel's mom she's like yes. you'd be nothing without me show some respect yes. yeah. it was so good and then I, I also missed the section in there where Raquel was the the champion and so her and Dakota actually they, me and Matt talk about this all the time, and I guess this finally paid off. Uh, Dakota and Raquel won the Women's Dusty Club uh, Classic as a team, and they were the Women's Tag Team Champions, uh, NXT the, Women's Tag the Team first Champions, NXT Women's the first, Tag the inaugural Women's Tag Team Champions, and they lost it literally the same night. Oh. So. Yes, they lost it the same night. And me and Matt have complained, or me mostly, have complained about it. I liked it. Um, I I complained about it up and down for like, like, why would you only put it on for them for two hours? It doesn't Um, matter. But it finally came to fruition here. And, and, and she said, after you won your championship, you didn't care about getting tag team gold for me. And this was shades of, um, the golden role models, uh, the Sasha Bailey feud, um, oh. last year as well. Uh, so it, it just, it was just so great. I, I, that's why I loved it. Whenever WWE draws on history, that's when you feel as close to it as a fan, at least as a fan who watches on a daily basis in, and, in my, yeah, uh, esteem. And whenever they draw on real emotions, right? Yes. And mm-hmm. This kind of has me thinking like, Jenny, we were talking about this on the podcast, but last week, but like, would you rather be the one who's getting kicked in the face? Oh, God. But you're the champion 
or would you rather be the one kicking your former best friend in the face? Which which aligns more with you, with your spirit right now, with your Libra vibes today? I I would rather be the one getting kicked in the face. I know. Same. Like, I, I personally can't live with, like, being the bad person in the situation. Yeah. And if I'm kicking my best friend in the face... I don't think that I'm a good. I'm, I don't think I'm the good guy in that situation. And exactly. That deeply, that deeply hurts my soul, and so I think that that's probably what where I'm going on that one. And I that's the funny the right thing that, yeah, yeah, for you guys. I would do. I would definitely be doing the kicking. But um, <laughs> this is like this is like. Would you rather win and win and be hated, I mean, or like, yeah. be loved? And I like want to be like. I want to say I'd rather win and be hated, but I'm like I've. I've seen Twitter. I don't want to be hated. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be loved. Love me, please. But that's the Rude. funny thing. This is um. This is uh. This is Dakota. She's she's the bad guy in this feud. But I'm also just very excited for her. You know, like I yeah. you can't not be be excited for her. We forgot, Jenny. Did you want to? Speaking of um astrology, did you want to try and guess like Dakota? I was making uh, I was making guesses through um the rock. I didn't coach. actually make. I was making no, in my notes about people. I did not make a guess on Dakota, but like mm-hmm. I I feel like um. It's like it's fire sign energy to me in a way where mm-hmm. she's like very much like like I like I'm the center of attention like I'm the one responsible for this um and like feel feeling some type of way about like the attention being taken off of her which is what made me think that I'm feeling like maybe like maybe a Leo or an Aries rise. The one thing I did say is I think Charlotte Flair is definitely an Aries, but I don't know. Um, and oh, then, okay. I don't know. Is Charlotte guys... Flair related to Ric Flair? Yes, yeah. that's Ric Flair's daughter. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Because I was like, I mean, you could just make that last name, and it's not. But like in the world of wrestling, like I feel like that's probably the, you must. By the way, so this whole thing is very confusing too, because it's like you're that's the person, but who's also like the playing character. the character? Yes, yeah, exactly. So, it's so like, exactly. Yeah. So for speaking of which, so for Dakota. Dakota is a Taurus, actually. Oh, okay. Well, that's why you relate to her so much. Yes, exactly. Yes. (laughs) And uh, mm -hmm. I was just gonna say, like, like from my experience with Taurus, is like if you if you wrong me and you lose Mm. my loyalty, you are dead to me. Yes, very much. So so. I definitely got that energy where it's just like you didn't appreciate me and like what I've Mm -hmm. done for you and the friend that I've been to you and what we've accomplished together. So you're you're done. Like you're done. You're done. And that is very very Taurus energy. So like I think I was fixating so much on like the like it's about me and like I was responsible for this. But like I can see the like the more of like if you if I feel like you've betrayed my like you know trust trust, then it's over. So that because that's yeah because that is the under that is the underlying of the feud itself. It's like you um outshine me, but also you acted like I wasn't there anymore. So, but Mm -hmm. spot on, Charlotte Flair is an Aries. Oh, and that and, was just like wow. Yeah, on, sometimes season. I know. Sometimes I have a good feeling. There, I well, 
That's because Charlotte is playing Charlotte. So I'm not surprised at all. That, she, yeah. that was a much easier time. Yeah. Um, what were the, some of the other ones that I guessed on? Oh my um, gosh. This is getting, we're, this is getting oh, well, wild. The rest of them, we'll get in, we'll get into it as we get to the, like to the next people. I didn't, I didn't make guesses on, on, well, also the, this, um, this like package, I didn't really get to know uh, Raquel, Raquel. because yeah, it's all through Dakota's point. like narrative. Lynch, so I yeah. have no, I have no like input on on what Raquel is. But yeah, yeah. Right. and exactly. as a side note, I kind of feel like that that Raquel's personality, at least for me, hasn't truly come across. Like I don't feel like very I true. really know who Raquel. I feel like this is very like much so like a RuPaul's Drag Race comment, like. No, I don't really know. Like, we don't know you, know you. Like, we know you, but we don't know you. And that's, like, that's it. Like, her personality just doesn't shine through as much, unfortunately. Yeah, exactly. Um, How are people supposed to root for you if you're not showing your personality? Isn't that, like, the whole point here? Maybe she just has her inner saboteur. (laughs) I think it might be her inner saboteur working against her. And her friend kicking her in the face. (laughs) (laughs) a lot okay so um we also got this is i really want to hear y'all takes on this because we got zoe stark trying to connect with io shirai i just included we didn't talk about it last week so last week we got a clip of zoe stark saying that her and io need to be on the same page we need to be friends io is like i don't want to be friends she's like okay well we need to be partners because they are the nxt women's tag team champions which is just very crazy to uh, think about because again they don't know each other just they they tagged two times and now they're the champions and then they don't even hold the belts so i don't even understand what is happening with it like physically they don't they physically do not carry the belts so it just it's very weird um so that was last week's clip but this week we get zoe and eo trying to bond over sushi and this was Jenny, what did you think of this? I want to hear, like... So how often yeah, do we Jenny, get these you like start this out? <laughs> so how often do we get these like little packages of like this is outside of the ring life happening? Like is this is this common? Uh, Thankfully not. <laughs> not too often. This was uh, interesting. But they hit and miss. They hit and miss. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> This was this was uncomfortable on many on many. There it is. Yeah, (laughs) I was like, this is so because we get the like the 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 conversation beforehand before they go for sushi together um, about like being like we like we need to like you know be friends and like um, it's it's EO right? Yes, EO. So she's like, I I respect you. I don't like you. Um, yeah. <laughs> and like, I'm getting like, like you know, if we're gonna talk astrology, I'm getting like Earth sign vibes vibes from EO, like either like Capricorn or Taurus. I feel like where she's just kind of like, mm. I don't mess with this energy. Like I, yeah. you know what I mean? Like I'm either feeling you or I don't. Um, but then like, just like the discomfort of this whole interaction at the restaurant where, like. Zoe has yeah. no idea like what's going on and then Io is like talking um to the like server in like Japanese yeah, Japanese mm-hmm. and so she just orders what like Io gets and then like she's like 
like spitting everything into like a napkin and napkin, throwing it on the floor. Yeah. I'm like, what is this happening? What is, what this is yeah, what? What was happening? Here? This was so weird. So yeah, so they're going it's to Japanese go, food. Like I, this is not so and to put this into perspective, Jenny, this is probably the most Zoe Stark has said like words she said too much (laughs) yeah like she's she's fairly new to the nxt scene a lot of i i know there's a lot of hype for her i don't i can't remember if she's like known from the indies but i don't know much about her and this is the care this is the first character that they've really given her like normally she just goes out there and wrestles so the character you guys decide on is dumb american like yeah. what and last character she's about oh. to be canceled guacamole as she like yeah. shovels wasabi into her mouth i'm like, like did you that? live under a rock what kind of human i mean what kind who does that like think about this like oh my gosh i've never tried that food before i'm just gonna throw a ton of it into my mouth like she but throws like was, octopus like against the wall when like it was just so you could just leave it on the plate. I mean, yeah. then, I do understand. You know, she wanted to clear that. It's so bizarre. It's, it's, it's really out of the gonna be the dumb American. You just leave the food on your plate, like. But maybe she did feel a little bit the social pressure. Like I need to seem like I enjoy this. Just mm-hmm. you don't need to be friends. This is what I'm saying. You don't need to be friends. You you could be partners and not friends, and that's yeah. okay. And yeah. just don't stop trying, Zoe. We didn't want it. it yeah, it was just so weird. It was, and it was very kind of insensitive. Yeah, racially insensitive. Like, oh, are you from Japan? And she's like, I'm from Kansas. Like, well, it's just weird. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Zoe, you Which, need like, to stop speaking. Literally, nobody's from Kansas. Like, come on, don't lie to literally, nobody is from. Oh Kansas. my gosh! So, but that, like, this is messed up on a few different levels because, like, you mm-hmm. have the character interaction, but then you have, like, imagine if this was a reality show. You have the mm-hmm. edit. Like, some things you could edit out. And yeah. I would edit out like, ooh, she has not used chopsticks. Let's just leave that out. Ooh, uh, throwing the octopus against the wall. Let's also just edit that out. That might be a little insensitive, make some people feel more, not great. Spitting food out into napkins, napkins, throwing it at your feet. But that was the whole that was the whole segment. Like they That's were clearly the trying yeah. that they, that was what they thought the comedy <laughs> was. They're like, oh, she's silly and doesn't understand another culture. Like She's just trying to like get along with somebody different and oh look at so different people weird. and they can't relate. Like I feel like the only way they can rectify this is if like Zoe takes uh EO to like I don't know like country line dancing or something. <laughs> no. <laughs> the only way they can rectify this is with a notes app apology. That's this is <laughs> Also, it. did anyone pay this bill? Because like so no. Zoe goes for the hug and like um, EO leaves her with the bill and it's yeah, like she said, later, bitch. And then um I, and then the, the awkward interaction between Zoe and the server, and then and then you Zoe know each leaves. Other? I'm like but they dined it. Oh, well, they're both oh, they're both Japanese. They must know each other, right? Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. And they yeah. and they come directly from Japan, obviously, Zoe. Like yeah. this is so weird. So I'm like, how are you really doing this on this show? Like Anyway, I did <laughs> not. Like, I, did, I do okay. feel like this was very much like a kids' show type of like, um, uh, like lesson that they were forcing in here. Yeah, because the server says, 
Well, Zoe says, like, do you, do you and EO know each other? Which, like, first of all, that's when the, the server should have just slapped her across the face. It's like, no. And she's gotten into wrestling training. But she's like, no, we just speak the same language, which is, like, a beautiful lesson. Very yeah. strange, like, thing to say in response to do you know each other? Like, uh, no. But Leave me alone. But Please don't talk I, to me. I'm not paid enough for this. <laughs> But the sad thing is, when she said that, Zoe's like, huh, next week we're going to get Zoe trying to speak Japanese. I am, I oh, think no. I will put money on will. it. I don't think Please we're going to see that, that Mari. And we're I think gonna, it is no. going to be so bad. Mari, we're not going to see it's that. It's going to be so bad. We're not going to see what we are. You know what we're going to get? Let me tell you. What we're going to get is we're going to get Zoe going in to talk to William Regal, who's the general Stop manager. It. Nope. William Regal used to team with a Japanese wrestler named Tajiri. Tajiri. This was like early 2000s and the racial dynamics and the racial insensitivity was off the charts. They're going to have some kind of reference to that, I feel like, somehow. I don't know how. I don't want to see it. I'm just letting you know what my third eye is telling me. I think that's a thing. It is a thing. I I mean, I think I have it. Yeah. Um. So before before we're done with this sitcom, something straight out of a sitcom. Uh, Jenny, you're right. Io Shirai is a Taurus. Ah. So, again, yeah, another character like, that's close to the person. Energy. Like I, she's like, mm-hmm. I don't have time for this. Like we don't have to be best friends. Like let me yeah. live my life. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I feel like this whole look. Jenny, you're a little bit too good at this because I thought to myself, oh, there's no way Jenny's going to be able to like peg what signs people are because they're all playing characters and also they're all like wrestlers. And I wonder if there's like certain signs that choose to be wrestlers, but you have this figured out. Well, I I mean, here's the thing. It's like a lot more complicated than that because like Mm -hmm. it's like it's it's but sometimes you just get like an energy from someone and you're like, yeah, Even if that's eye. not your sun sign, you got some some sort of that energy happening in you. So you I, I mean, it. give me all these people's birth charts and I'll I'll tell you like what makes them exactly. Different. But again, well, like well, you said, they're playing characters. So it's like, but, but yeah. behind every character, like everyone brings like a piece of themselves yes, to like the character exactly. they're playing, right? So yeah. yep, the characters are, should really be them up to eleven. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I and I think it's I think again the ones you've definitely got head on were people who were pretty much not playing characters, if anything. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh-huh. yeah, it was EO and Zoe. I cannot believe that they're the champions, and we have not seen the belts in like two weeks. That's yeah. amazing. Um. So finally, the uh headline of the night, which I really got a kick out of. I love this story. Uh, we got uh, it was. It was Dexter and Loomis versus Johnny Gargano in a love her or lose her match. But I definitely sent, um, we, uh, there was a video of the story of Indy and Dexter Loomis that I sent, uh, Jenny and that I watched that it, this storyline really has been going on for months and months and months. And I love that video because it, it kind of put everything into perspective. And then last week on NXT, Indy Hartwell, uh, received a drawing from Dexter Loomis. Um, insinuating that he kind of wanted to join the way. And so Johnny Gargano, she proposed that Johnny Gargano and Dexter Lumis go one-on-one. And if Dexter wins, then you have to give him a chance. And that that's the second clip there. And then finally we get, 
I should have said, I just realized I, I kind of double clipped it there. But anyways, we then get Dexter Loomis versus Johnny Gargano in the match. And uh, before we just, I guess we reveal the results. Let me ask Matt first. What did you think of the story? The rise of Index. Indiana. Which is a great to say. game. It's so it amazing. Index. First, and it didn't even occur to me, really. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't even, like, truly take in the Index thing until now yeah. because we're seeing it. It's being realized. But you know what? Indy, she's a freak. Dexter, he's a freak. We have two of the freakiest freaks of WWE together here, and I'm not mad about it. I I've liked this because they've kind of been building this up for like the last three, four, maybe more months, and it started out yeah. as like a, mm-hmm. a Dexter, who's totally like a Dexter. Dexter, 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 the other Dexter, gimmick. Dexter Loomis, uh huh. De- De- Dexter Loomis, who's the Dex? I don't know what the De- other Dexter. Like I don't know where you De- getting out there. Oh, Dexter's Laboratory. Dexter. The lad, the murderer one, the cop murderer. Oh, oh, right, cop right, right, murderer. right. Yeah, the Dexter, Dexter. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. That one. No one cares about his last name. Anyway, that's the vibes that we get from Dexter Loomis. Sure. So, I like that they're able to be together and with each other um but at the same time this i'm i'm sad that we're not going to get like the nice family portrait all together i know all like you know loving on actually you know that was that'd be a little too freaky i don't want like the one couple and the I other couple so and then, so yeah. is, mm-hmm. are, are john is it candace candace, candace. Yeah, candace, candace and johnny are johnny. a couple Yes, yeah. they're, they're married. Part of like, in real and, life. They're, and they're part of like a like a group Faction. with yes. Mindy. Yeah. Now was right. Dexter with them at one point? No, no they they actually okay. had another guy named Austin Theory who was in their fa- faction, and Dexter kind of like kidnapped Austin Theory at one point. Yeah. <laughs> like Dexter. So, yeah, Dexter Loomis has actually been like, um, like. It been antagonizing Johnny and Austin for for months now. They've been on and off like rivals and stuff. Okay. So Dexter has never been in the group, but as he's been antagonizing Johnny, Indy has just like kind of an infatuation with him. He clearly has an infatuation with her uh, from the the you know the story of them. Uh, they they just were always like it's it's very Romeo and Juliet like star crossed lovers right yeah type type deal. So I was actually hoping it when we got this match. I was like okay all right. So if uh, Dexter wins and like Matt says we get the creepy family portraits. I really wanted to see like the way and then <laughs> he was going to join the family. Who yeah the join portrait? the family. Dexter did. He actually does those wow. drawings. Yeah, oh, like, all of those. Actually... This is a thing. Yeah, he. Yes, oh, this okay. is a real thing. He does what? those drawings. Is it actually him? Yeah, him? it's actually him. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. They've been uh, free time. I don't know, but they've been using it in his in his um yeah. in this story for months now. I just didn't even realize that he actually drew those. But, yep. Okay. It's kind of like character. Caricature, yeah, caricature, yeah, yeah caricature. that's his future career. Future career. <laughs> yeah. Caricature well, career. hopefully he, hopefully he doesn't get future endeavored. But oh, um, we didn't really get like. So this is my issue, and like, trust me, I love a good love story. Like I right. said, I'm all about mm-hmm. the relationships and the storylines and the like, the drama and who's in with who. Yeah. But like, I didn't understand. 
I, I feel like I got nothing about Dexter. He was very, very mysterious to me. Yes. Like, I'm like, okay, Indy is like very, very into this guy. And she's like, she's just obsessed with this man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't even know if he likes her because yeah. like he, like, we don't get anything from him. Um, yeah. And I think that was just the way that like things were cut. But like, I, I want more answers. I don't know. He was very, he was very like, uh, sorry, my cat. Um, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> very like mysterious vibes to me. So I'm like, it was hard for me to feel like invested in their love story because I'm like, I need to hear that he's into her as well. Um, yeah. but we get like the setup of that, like, they were trying to like sabotage their relationship by like, yes. like, some other girls got sent flowers um, that were yeah. supposedly from Dexter, but it wasn't actually from Dexter. It was from a, some other girl. It was like yeah, it's from Candace. Yeah, from Candace. Candace, Candace yeah. doesn't want this to be a thing. Yeah, that yeah. Candace and Johnny do not want them do not want them to be together. That's why Johnny is trying to take over. Uh, Johnny uh, wanted to win that match so that Indy and Dexter, Indy will be done with Dexter, and she can focus on them as a group. Um, it makes me sad because like okay does Dexter want to join their little uh, faction just because of Indy or does he actually want to like like does he want to be friends with these people too like I just like well so from that drawing it looked like he wanted to just be there you know I guess for Indy I don't know what did you think Matt right he wants to be included he wants to be accepted by them yeah he is he's just really emotionally unavailable. And well, uh, I think what? The wow. other, we didn't watch he, the same thing. <laughs> no, he he is emotional. I mean, I think in I don't think general, he's emotionally I don't think emotionally unavailable would be the word. I would be I would say like emotionally inexpressive. I think the the story they've been trying to paint is he doesn't say it, he 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 draws it. You know, what I'm saying? he expresses the, his love through art. Mm-hmm. Yes, and exactly. actions well, over words, person. Exactly, Jenny. Okay. Yes, he is. But you know what? I think I think Indy deserves better because I do what? foresee them having some communication issues between the two of them. In, well, in their Dexter doesn't talk. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that I might be the first of their communication. Like issues. maybe not emotionally unavailable, but like emotionally inaccessible because you're not sure how to get to him unless you give him like a box of Crayola crayons and a piece of paper. So wow. I, hater. I mean, I'm not a hater. I'm just saying, like, he just is like, you know, he has some he's things to work tortured on. Tortured artist vibes. Yes, exactly. And I, and that's oh. what I like. He's 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 very quiet. When you there, put and, it like that. There you go. And I can and see I what think she sees in him. And so if if you see that clip, if if you if you watch the clip that the per that because that was kind of that was a fan clip, really, y'all. I was um, gonna say I was like it was, it was like a fan a, clip. It was wedding music of like, yeah. yeah, love me like, like you do. Yeah, it was love, love me like, like you do. do. I, I was loved like, it. Was this I actually loved... on like the show? But I was like, this has no, to be a I was fan no. Edit. When a, I was watching edit. it, I was like, oh wow, WWE like got their they paid the rights for a cover to this song, <laughs> and I mean it's not at all playlist. I wish. Mari actually made this video. Is, is uh, no, no, no we got to give props fan. to whoever's there. I am an index fan, but we got to give props to whoever made it because I can't do it. And all they did was just take the clips, the clips that WWE, you know, did, and they 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 just pushed them all together in a very digestible story. And when you see it, like there there are times where. It, it, 
I guess if you haven't been keeping up, it can be confusing because it just went from one to the other. Like the moments just kept bleeding into each other. So like um, there was one moment where, you know, Dexter was, it was always like miscommunication. So Dexter was listening on the headphones when Candace and Indy were saying something about like, Candace was like, you don't need to be with Dexter and all that. And so you saw he had the headphones on and then he turned and he, he had the tear down his cheek. Yes, yes, yes. Or, or they, when they were having the massages and then Indy said something like, okay, I'm over him. But he was like standing right over her about to say something and then he walked away. Or um, when Indy was about to tell him how she uh, how she felt about him and she came in and Poppy was hugging him and he was just sitting there like you know this. What? Oh, that's it's, who that was. That's yeah, Poppy, you know yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me just, I'm, no, no, no. I, I was going to back down, but you know what? I'm going to go full force on this one <laughs> because I just feel like Indy Hartwell deserves better wow. because at the end of the day, you don't need to spend time like trying to figure out what this man's thinking, what his emotions are. I mean, I know that she gets him in a lot of ways, but I also feel like there's been a lot of torture and suffering from trying to make it work. Like, ask him to but, go to therapy and work through his issues so he can communicate with you. That's more. because ask of Johnny and Candace, though. his relationships with Johnny she, and Candace so you can be friends. The problem is, he's been going around kidnapping people, and it's <laughs> not right. And I just feel like this is not a healthy situation for either of them and now i feel like i'm being protective like johnny gargano which i also mm. think is wrong See, because that's, the that's patriarchy my issue and yeah. him, but i'm just Why like, are her friends getting involved like it's like let if control- you think it's a mistake let her make her mistake you're just going to alienate your friendship with her by trying to like control her which is like clearly exactly. what's happening. They're like it's intruding happened, upon, yeah. like, you know what? If even if you think that this something is wrong, you have to let people figure this stuff out for themselves. You cannot exactly. save oh, people from themselves yeah. as much as you want to. And if you truly think that Indy is making a mistake with this Dexter guy, then you mm-hmm. just let her figure it out for herself and then love her and support her when she gets her heart broken, if that's truly exactly. what you expect to happen, because wow. you are only going to drive a wedge between you and her by trying to control this situation. And, yeah. and, and that's exactly what happened. People figure out, though. It's very Was that directed to, like, to me or to Johnny? No, no. no. <laughs> I, mean, like, I, I felt like that. Yourself <laughs> no, you know what? I'm going to let her do this. I trust her. I'm going to trust my friend Indy. And, like <laughs> and have that tender, tender, tender touches. Uh, he tender did you touches. see that in the match? There was like a nice cheek caress. Yes. By the way, so the a the sucky thing about this clip that I sent you, uh, Jenny, so is they they really cut the match down because the match, of they course, did. was like fifteen minutes. So right. you know, me and Matt, we watched the whole show, and there were so many really cool things in that match that they took out for the clip. Yeah. Like like Matt said, there was tender touches. Like Dexter so, like, would, he would stop come and. To- he would come to the edge of the ring and like they would touch each other sure yeah there was some that's that's, yes is the short answer right and Indy was like trying to kind of distract Johnny like her her and her and Dexter's she would she would be trying to interact with him so much so that Johnny would like have to try and get like because he was trying to stop it yeah Yeah. get him off his game yeah Uh, and then Candace, um, they showed uh, Candace uh, was trying to get Indy to, to stay out of the way. 
Um, so though the one part we did get on the clip was Dexter Loomis went under the ring and then Indy went to look for him and they pulled Indy out and he, he came out with her. Yeah, so it was like weird. a full like it was like a full drag of like a like a yeah. train of people being dragged yeah. out from under the ring. I was like, what is all this happening? Very um, funny. But yeah, Johnny Gargano won ham on mm-hmm. on Dexter and yep. wins and which, wins. I was surprised, actually. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was shocked yeah. they were going to go. And that. then what? I mean, first of all, I'm not going to go into the stipulation, but I didn't. I don't think I really <laughs> yeah, <we're> understand. <laughs> I don't think I really understand the quote unquote love her or lose her. Yeah, stipulation in name. Like I get what was the dynamic. Oh, but okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love her or lose her. I guess that's maybe like framing it around Dexter like either he could love her or he's gonna lose her exactly yeah if you truly love her you will win this fight yeah and then if you don't you lose her yeah Yeah. either way once it it was over the um Johnny and Candace tried mm -hmm. to tell Indy let's go let's go she stopped and she ran back and she she jumped on that man that was his face yeah, that was a kiss, it. y'all. I, was I like, mean, was geez. it like uh, it was okay. fake? It was, yeah, well, it was yeah, it was I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm not listen. Look I'm like here, I'm not here look. to tell anyone what's fake and what isn't. All right, that's not <laughs> right. what I'm here. That's to Well, you're today. the expert. You, you're yeah, the you're one the who expert. covers. Tell us dummies on islands. Okay. Yeah. Well, I I talked about this at great length on the Love Island podcast that I was on with Kirsten and Scally. That yeah. she was giving <laughs> me Shannon kiss vibes, where she's like her head is like switching sides. Like I'm like. I'm dizzy watching this, but she's obviously like flipping her head back and forth because it's like, I need to somehow show that this is like a passionate kiss and that there's like raw passion. But it almost kind of fell a little bit flat to me that I'm just like, Mm, I'm trying to like, again, this is how I feel about, about, uh, kissing is that I feel like it doesn't need to be like so aggressive all over yeah. the place like you're making me dizzy watching it like yeah, a real passionate it's kiss it's like you guide each other it's a little bit more slow it's like a little bit more sensual like, yes yeah like it's a little bit more in sync <laughs> they need to play like love me like you do in the background i'm telling you i think that's the only reason why i'm so for them because the that fan version, video was yeah. really good <laughs> I, I, I feel like it was like their wedding music like they were like, walking up like i know i was thinking like are these two in a real relationship like maybe <laughs> i was trying to figure it out yeah i, I don't think so but anyway I don't think so um, great so, acting then the kiss would have been that kiss would have made me something. feel more i think if they were in a real relationship i will say the yeah. thing that just flashed through my brain that kind of like freaked me out was thinking about just the different rustling kisses we've seen and specifically my brain went back between 15 and 20 years to um so edge who we will see oh, in smackdown yes. and lita and when yeah. these two would kiss in the ring it was literally like they're like i Ooh. feel like they got direction to like hyper extend their tongues so you could see just all of the yeah. And it's still, but again, they were they were actually <laughs> dating. No, that, I am. They well, they like, were actually dating, so that's why they, they were. Could, but it was still awkward. It was just awkward, and oh, like, no one needed that much tongue in the situation. Right. And you know, the live sex they, celebration. They need everyone in the building sex. to be able to see what's happening in this kiss. You have to 
exaggerate all of the tongue motions. Yeah. So now Mari's going to queue up the, the live sex celebration that happened between them um, in 2005, <laughs> 2006. And we're going to have you give live comment. It was a mess. No one. A- Perfect. We're not going to go into that right now. But I mean, Indy and Dexter, at first it was uh, like, okay. But then, like, he kind of sat up and I was like, oh my God, do I need to turn the channel for this? Like, this is y'all are. But then again, I don't, I, I hate, I am on record, Bachelorette podcast, Love Island podcast. I hate watching people kiss. So I, I'm always, I'm always like this. Like, <laughs> damn. Yeah. Well, I mean, I did not even really see their lips touch, so I'm so no, not certain that did. there was that. Con- the I think it was happened. like it was the whole whipping heads back and the, forth, and the hate. acting thumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm I holding think your I face, and yeah, yeah. yeah. Listen, uh. I want you guys to commit to it, okay? Like I, yeah, you know, actual actors have to kiss in the movie sometimes. This yeah. is part of your job. Make me believe in your romance. There you go. More. Jenny, yeah. any guesses on maybe Indies? Uh, okay, I did actually write some guesses for Indies. Oh, okay. So, yes. um, so Uh-oh. I think that like the 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 hyper fixation on romance, um, mm-hmm. and her like love life gave me like either like Libra or Cancer or Leo were my three guesses for Indie okay. pick, in that. Pick at least pick. Two or one out of those three. What I'm gonna oh. say, I'm gonna say Libra or Leo. Um, because I also think that like underlying, like a lot of these people are like have Leo tendencies because it's like a tendency, right? Because they're yeah. performers. Like a mm-hmm. lot of like actors are Leos. Like it's just a thing. Um, but I just think that like that the hyperfixation on like the romance and like that gave me like Libra or Leo. Damn, uh, yeah, yeah. Indy Hartwell is a Leo. Okay, well they're all Leos, but <laughs> <laughs> um. And then okay, the the problem is like with Dexter is like I don't really know much about him. Yeah, so that my would probably be very my hard. guesses for him are like um because they had like the tortured artist thing about him, so which yeah. like is screams like very um like water sign heavy to me, and that I think that but he's also mysterious, but which could just be like he's um like he is not speaking so i have no insight on what his personality is that could just be like a me read but um like tortured artist thing is like kind of like the emotional part of it is like kind of like pisces to me but i think it also could be scorpio because scorpio is like very um mysterious and very Mm -hmm. like intense sexual energy and so obviously like there's something about this man that draws yeah. me in so I'm trying to figure it out like he might just have like that intensity like that unspoken intensity about him um that is kind of a, a Scorpio vibe but like he's also an artist and like the artistic part is like very Pisces to me. so those are my two guesses for him wow so for Dexter Loomis he is a Capricorn so that is a water sign right no no Capricorn I- is Capricorn is uh earth Earth, okay. Oh, I told I you, Jenny, know. emotionally unavailable. Jenny is the- that also? I mean, like that's the thing is like now, now I maybe I'm not as invested in 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 their romance. Why are oh, they not no, a good match? You know I need to know their Venus signs. I need to know their Mars signs. Like they could still be. You know what? If if they're if they're happy together again, Johnny and Candace, let them figure it out for themselves. Stop trying to involve yourself in this. Yeah. Did you have any? There are fingers in between that. Um, yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
There Maybe it is. you can get around the fingers. Maybe there's a little. He doesn't pet, even you know? have her his hands on her. Yeah, well, it wasn't until wow. the end. Yeah, no, I did see at one point in the clip he had like his hand on her hip. Right. Um. Yeah, it was very. Yeah, mm. the it was initially like whoa. I did love that like, she like jumped whoa. on him. She like I was like, yeah. is she gonna hurt him? Like, that was like a wrestle. <laughs> that was a wrestle. Yeah, that was a wrestle. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I, the, the kissing Stone Cold was used to do it all the time. Fighting. I was like, this is so aggressive. Like, um. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway. that's that it moment, for right? our NXT highlights. Um, I mean, great show for NXT there. That was now, weird. We find out what happens that next was, for these crazy what did we kids. Just, that was such a what? never. That was a weird like show for us to cover. It was interesting. Oh, I think, okay. You know, any but who else would we would, would we rather have here talking about uh the pe- people making out than Jenny Autumn and their yeah. and their astrological signs come on thank you Jenny like this that was Anytime. really enlightening I need I to, I'll have to stay tuned for updates on like where this goes because like he lost the match and she was basically said I don't care nothing is yeah, stopping th- me so I need I think to find like out what said, happens next yeah like you said they pushed her away and now it's yeah. just like she gone she yeah. gone um, <laughs> next up uh, we have our Smackdown highlights Smackdown. of the week um, again same type of thing we're around the corner from SummerSlam so some things are just falling into place some are just continuances nothing super major yeah we did get Sasha, Sasha and Bianca opened the show, Sasha, Bianca and Zelina Vega. Sasha comes out. She addresses like she basically laughs like, yes, last week I beat Bianca down. It's because uh, Bianca would be nothing without me. She said that's why she saved her. She won the match. Uh, she said, uh, I am the one who who helped her get there. I was at home and Bianca was not appreciative of all the things that I did no. for her. And um, this was peak heel Sasha Banks. Loved it. Uh, <laughs> we then get Bianca comes out to confront Sasha saying like, okay, uh, I didn't need you. You don't want to watch me shine. You know, I, we did this together, but I didn't need you. Oh, I love that picture of Bianca. Holy cow. Um, <laughs> she is fiery right there. That's and sick. yes. Yeah. And then we also got Zelina Vega to come in and, and interrupt like most promos do. Uh, Ginny, what did you think of just the, all of thisness of these well, women? I love all of them, which was yes. like the complicated part is that right. like, I, I was like, <laughs> I don't know how I'm supposed to feel. And that's the other thing is like without having the history, like watching this, I'm like, I'm very much trying to figure it out. Like, what do like, what does the show want me to feel like? How do mm-hmm. how does the crowd feel? How do the commentators feel like I was like very much like analyzing like who yeah. who is getting the support here and trying to figure that out. And this was very complicated for me because I was like, they're all queens. Um, (laughs) I like loved certain things about all of them and I was like um like like Sasha with like the like I told you I'm the boss and I'm like okay (laughs) you are (laughs) yes you are um 
And I was like trying to, again, like without some of the context of like their story, but it was like the same sort of thing as the like the Dakota and Raquel thing where it was like, you would be nothing without me. Like, don't forget where you came from stuff. And I'm like, this is like very much a thing where it's just like people don't want other people outshining them. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's like a very big like attention thing. It's like, okay, like I want like, you know, do your thing, but like don't outshine me. Um, So I'm like, Again, I'm I'm a Libra and I just want everyone to get along, but I want to understand <laughs> why. Let me let yeah. me get to the root of it. This is why I'm trying to give like relationship advice to Indy and Dexter and <laughs> and get like, you know, Johnny and Candace to respect everything that's going on. I was like, let's all like respect each other. Here. Um, yeah. But yeah, I was trying to figure out like, okay, so the the Zelina of it all, like, is she is is this just like we have a, we have a common en- enemy? Are all three of these people end up, mm. like ending up fighting each other at some point? Is this like another example of like a potential like um, three way type thing? Or like is everyone jealous of Bianca? Like I'm just trying to find out what's happening here because yeah, yeah. I'm like, why can't we always yeah. be friends? Because you're all like very epic, strong women. Clearly, yes, that's yeah. what I was about to say. So. Valid question. I need you, Jenny. Yeah. Before before we answer that question, can you just give us an overview, like minus the the you know really trying to figure out what they want you to feel? How did you feel, like actually feel like once you first heard Sasha Banks's what Sasha Banks was saying, then versus when Bianca came mm. out being the women's champion, then versus Zelina coming out? Like, what did the women themselves invoke in you? Okay, so at first, um, I. I was like, okay, Sasha feels like betrayed. And so mm-hmm. I'm like feeling mm-hmm. for her because I'm just like, okay. Um, but then she, so then, so they were together and then she like beats her up. And so yeah. I'm like, I was rooting for you guys. I was like, okay. So, so I, I got, I got mad at Sasha because I was just like, mm-hmm. okay. That was not very nice of you. That was not very cash money of you to yes. like beat up your friend right after you accomplish things together. Um, and so then I'm like, okay, well, I need to understand a little bit more about Miss Bianca here to understand like why she is invoking this kind of vitriol. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just loved everything about Bianca's energy. Um, her look was iconic. I love that she <laughs> always has like a like full-on glittery lipstick that goes yes, with all the time outfit. i'm just like uh, matt throw the pics up please yeah <laughs> yep. yes like look at it matches her like her like mermaid sequin shorts like it is it is a look i have concerns about this braid i feel like it's um, no how okay. dare you that's no, so I mean, this is easy for her to i have no problem with it but i feel like is that not yeah, like she's just giving course. people things to pull yes that's exactly. true and you know what i'm not gonna talk i'm not gonna go in on but you bring up a good point more people should be pulling her her braid than do but it does <laughs> you want more hair pulling do, well, no 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 i just mean like logically like that would be the first thing i go to <laughs> instead yes. of like anything else so but you know what just aesthetically i have to give her credit because we get the she has the um just all of it like the color scheme works here yes mm-hmm. works 
I love a good teal moment, and she's giving that to me here. Um, But I, she's very sassy, Mm -hmm. and I love this because she's like, she's not backing down from anything. She's just like, okay, Sasha, um, I will see you at SummerSlam. Like, we will get (laughs) on. Like, it's Mm -hmm. fine. I'll take care of you at that moment on the big stage. And she basically is saying to like Zelina, like, you're small potatoes. Like I'll fight your ass tonight. Like, yep. um, right here. Like I like, you know, let me just take these giant earrings off. Um, <laughs> and like take care of it. And I just like, kind of love that. Like, I'm not afraid of you energy. Like, let's just do yeah. this here and there because I feel like in a lot of like other things, there's like this dodging of like, you don't want this like heat and like, I just kind of like enjoy that she was just like, I'll fight you and I'll fight you. Um, And just kind of like facing the opposition. Um, And finally, Zelina, what did you think of Zelina when she popped up? Well, I was like already just Mm. like invested in these two. So I was just like, okay, I don't care about this other girl. But then she came out and I kind of liked her too. And I was like, I was like, I I don't know. I was just like, okay, she's she's coming out here and she's got like kind of an energy to her that I was like vibing with um mm-hmm. as well. And so this was like like that was and and again, like they're all just like trying to like fight for attention and like spotlight. <laughs> where like Zelina's yeah. like upset where she's like this isn't about you two right now. Like you accepted my challenge. Like this is about like you and I are the ones that are supposed to be like having some sort of feud here like don't ignore me why is mm-hmm. sasha even here you accepted my challenge we're gonna fight exactly and then bianca's just like yeah okay i'm gonna fight you it's fine yeah and like to, to your <laughs> questions earlier i feel like it's so interesting to like hear what actually comes across because wwe is really big on like here's what we want you to feel or right it mm-hmm. actually sometimes feels like Here's what you're gonna think and feel because we're gonna exactly. tell you what to think and feel. And that's why I like, ask. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it and it's interesting because like Zelina, in my estimation at least, is kind of just like a little bump in the road on the way to the Bianca Sasha match at SummerSlam, or just in general. That's kind of like the role that Zelina is in right now. We're so like, next week we're probably not going to see Zelina insert into this feud in, in any kind of meaningful way, if at all. Um, and so that's kind of like the, the energy that Zelina was giving us, which we did see the Zelina moment pay off with the match between Zelina and Bianca. And again, I think that's maybe that's the extent of that little yeah. moment that we'll get from them. Yeah, because like uh, uh, some of the questions Jenny asked was uh, Zelina yeah. and Bianca have kind of, they've been feuding for like on and off because Bianca was also feuding with Carmella um, for the past few weeks now. And uh, again, what precipitated last week was Carmella and Zelina ganged up on Bianca. And that's when Sasha came out for the quote unquote mm. save. And that's where mm. we got to here. So, um, like Selena said, Bianca had promised to fight her. And I, I love this because the commentators put it over. Um, it's been a running storyline. Bianca is a fighting champion. Ever since she, she won that 
that title. She has fought any and everybody or, you know, said she would. And it just makes sense for this character. And I, again, I love if this is a baby, this is how you book your baby face champions, especially your strong dominant ones. You tell you, you send them out there and you let them say, I will face anybody. I will fit, you know, I'm not afraid. I love, I love to represent this title. I'll put this title on the line because I think I'm the best. That's the type of, of, um, baby face champion that you like people can get behind and want to root for as opposed to some people aka nikki ash um so uh i yeah so (laughs) this made sense like this this all this made sense i'll fight you sasha at SummerSlam, and i'll fight you zelina vega now even though i i hate when they do stuff like this because it just means you know that Zelina Vega is not going to win. I mean, we knew she wasn't going to win, but it just I mean, it just kind of confirms it. But we'll save the more important fight for later and we're going to acknowledge it's happening. Like Exactly. Exactly. Because that's what it is. Bianca versus Sasha 2 is where the money is at. And again, a little bit more backstory for the Sasha and Bianca part of the feud, Jenny. Um, Bianca Belair won the Women's World Rumble, which means she got a shot at whatever champion she wanted to. Sasha was the champion at the time. And there their feud going into WrestleMania was like that of very much like um, Bianca's like, I respect you. You are the greatest, you know, let's make history together. They were actually the first uh, two black women to main event WrestleMania like ever for, for a championship. Um, They won an SB for it. It's been named one of the greatest matches of the year so far. So they legit did. They made history. It was a great match and Bianca beat Sasha and Bianca has been the champion ever since. And Sasha took some time off. We don't know. She's in the Mandalorian. I don't know if you watched the Mandalorian. No, but I know what it is. Yes. And so I don't, we don't know if she was filming or whatever, but she just came back last week. And that's what we've all been waiting for her to come back. And that's why she gave that that promo. So there's lots and lots of history between the two of them here. And the SummerSlam match is just, it's so money. And we knew we were probably going to get it. Um, uh, do you want any guesses for any of their star signs or anything like that? Ooh, um... Oh. Because I would say these should be this. These people are they're basically themselves, just yeah, up to eleven. Yeah, um, I mean, what is Matt? They all <laughs> no, I mean for better or worse. <laughs> yeah, um, I would say, huh. I would say, I mean, like it all. It almost again. I default to like fire sign energy because it's very like strong. Like, like I'm I'm first kind of like sometimes aggressive energy um but like i kind of like like bianca has this like i'm down for whatever challenge kind of energy so it kind Mm -hmm. of made me feel like either and these are two very different signs but i was like either like aries or capricorn because like capricorn is just like i can do like they're like they're they're overachievers <laughs> yeah and so i feel like bianca has that energy where she's just like like you were saying like she's like yeah i'll do it yeah like i'm going to but she is very much an overachiever and she yeah. is actually an aries like oh yeah. okay yeah, there you go again, like it was like that yeah like Ding. This one, this yeah. take you down um yes. and then um, i i selena i'm not sure I didn't oh, get enough of her personality again. Kind of seems like an afterthought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I did exactly. like her outfit though. I'm a big fan of like the um the short shorts and the fishnets look. 
I didn't yeah. love mm. Bianca's fighting outfit, to be honest. I love really? like what she was. Yeah, I don't like the. I didn't. I don't love that. She I makes her own. She makes it's it. It's a little. Well, then. I mean, this, I mean, it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's whatever you like. No, <laughs> it's this, just like this, I'm not a big pink yeah. person. I think is the thing, and then oh, it's, she mm-hmm. changes the colors all the time. Yeah, but it always but looks still. like this. No, I'm, yeah, it's that cut. It's the same okay. cut. Like she, she's the pants, boots, and the halter, right? Uh, person. Yeah. This looked like a base. This kind of looked like her like week off gear to me. You know, it looked a little <laughs> yeah, bit she's basic. Like, kind of is though. right. Like this yeah, is like, yeah. This is I'm fighting Zelina Vega. <laughs> yeah, like, she's like okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. It, and I'm always amazed because it led. I mean, I know that she makes her own gear, but. Mm-hmm. Is this like? Does she always it. make new? She doesn't always make new gear, Mari. Does she? I don't know, but I'm I'm really thinking oh. about it. I I rarely see her in in the same gear twice. Though I feel I feel like I mean I know that not this is the first time we've seen this one. <laughs> yeah, maybe it, it. Oh my god, she has too much free time on her hands for all that. So yeah, many. Matt, Matt, see if you can pull up some more gear while I uh, oh talk god. about this question. <laughs> That we I don't got. Know if I could do this. <laughs> we I'll got try. a question from Ben on uh, Rob. Ha- the Rob has a job. Job has a squadcast. Patreon group. Squadcast. Sorry, yeah. my bad. Okay, gotcha. I, okay. <laughs> the question was: Do you think Sasha should win the title back at SummerSlam? Um, that's so hard because I no no because <laughs> because I love Bianca's run with it. But yes, just so that they can keep fighting again. But no. has Sasha been around longer? Like, yes. in, oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so she's yes. like a lot more like storied. Than she is established. Okay. Yeah, she okay. is an established star. She is, in fact, the greatest of all time. Like they both alluded to. Um, How old is she? Because she's like stunning. Like she's like she's twenty nine. Did she turn? Did she turn thirty? Something like that. I don't know so, how yeah. long people have been in. So I was like, like if she's in her like. 30s or 40s she looks amazing but okay that like makes a lot yeah so the thing is, like, i don't know if she's like if she's a veteran like no, that could mean i mean we have people yeah. showing up in these shows that are in their 50s but it's the men like you guys were talking about like they don't bring back the women when they get older yeah she's yeah. 29 oh, yeah okay. and she's yeah a baby. it's her birthday she's a but she's not a baby because she's been wrestling since she's 16 Oh my god! Well, yeah. she's a baby in terms of life. She is she's a baby, not a baby though. in terms yes, of is. wrestling. No, and yeah. in terms of, I mean, mm-hmm. the thing I would say too is that, like, with pro wrestling, it's strange because with the wit, like, we'll yeah. see some men who are ancient, and then with the women, as we just did, like, thirty <laughs> as we have this, yeah. But yeah. then we'll also see like women who are like thirty-five, and that's and they're considered older. old. That's yeah. definitely older. The women have a sh- definitely have a shorter lifespan. It's exactly like Hollywood and 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 exactly TV. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, why are By the way, I want I yeah. And just speaking it's of so the, the women, yeah. I I want to break down uh, Bianca. Mari, you did have a special request here. Of oh yeah, Bianca's I did. Yeah. Gear. So I just pulled up her Instagram <laughs> and like we're that's how with get, Meg the Stallion there. Yes. Yeah, so we're getting we're, we're getting an exclusive. We have Meg. She's so Megan cute. I just Stallion. love her. Mm-hmm. Here she is with the see. This is not her rest gear that she was wearing last week. She had the flare. She had the sleeves. She she. There's just all of it. Look at it. Look at. Okay, wait. This isn't going that much further. That was sad. 
Yeah, I was I about tried. to say okay. you would have had better uh, luck. I like Ooh, actually it's a, some sort. Oh, that's, that's not a, the SB. The like, yeah, they that. won. Yeah. They won the SB. Oh, show that picture, Matt. Of her oh, and no. Sasha. Oh, no, no, this is, oh, this is awkward. I'm not logging. This in. is awkward. No, well, it's <laughs> not even awkward. It's fine because um, you know what? If you want to yeah. go to check out Bianca's Instagram, it's at Bianca Belair WWE. Uh, I. I do follow her. I'm not logged I in do too right as well. And if you find that she's an outfit repeater, let us know because so far <laughs> we're not seeing any outfit Yeah, repeater. we'd seen original exactly. content only from Bianca Belair. So. Yeah. Yep. Good for her. Yeah. So, um, I'm so impressed by the lifting of each other. Sorry, I just like back to the no, fight with her and Zelina. I was just like, like the, the athleticism Mm-hmm. Of being able to just like lift each other's like weight to throw each other. I just felt like there was a lot of lifting going on in yeah. this particular fight. Yeah. They yes, love to uh, do that. And especially well, with one, with Bianca, they love to Bianca have her loves, lift people because she is mm-hmm. so strong. Yeah. They call her the EST, as it says on her, her on her trunks or her tights, yeah. really. Um, which means that she's the 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 best like the she's the, the greatest the, the greatest the fastest oh. but it's true and she literally could just lift people over their heads like she's done this to sasha before but mm-hmm. i mean zelina's also probably the smallest like a, woman on the roster pounds, i would imagine wet. yeah 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 so but she it. was lifting her and talking junk to sasha at the same time yeah. it's pretty cool that is impressive mm-hmm. is zelina a cancer I need to find that out. Oh, let me check. Maybe. Um, <laughs> I don't even know. Like, and I just, I'm just like throwing darts at this December point. December 27th is her birthday. Oh, okay. So she's, oh, she's a Capricorn. Capricorn as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And then Sasha is Jan, I think January 26th. She's an Aquarius. Yeah. Aquarius. Mm. Mm-hmm. News to uh, me. Um, so <laughs> let's move on. We, we yeah. you know, we can, we keep talking. We, we I don't, you know, sorry, we need yeah, Jenny can... still here. No, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, you know, I I can be here all day. No, I can't. No, I can't. I'm a lot. Um, so <laughs> we get Edge and Seth. Uh, Edge challenges Seth Rollins to a match at SummerSlam. This was just really good, just because like Edge was so intense. Seth Rollins was at his absolute annoying, and then on top of that, they drew on all of the history that they've had together going as far back as 2014 when Seth Rollins had threatened to break uh, Edge's neck because again he's threatening to break Edge's neck again right here and there uh, I love how Edge references that he threw out Seth Rollins in the 2020 Royal Rumble and the 2021 Royal Rumble so this was just a great promo between the two uh, Seth Rollins is back in a green screen so Edge can't get to him um, and it's just character work at its finest Matt what did you think you know what? I thought that that was a beautiful suit that Seth Rollins had on. He had these little pink butterflies on the evergreen. I don't always love his suits. I swear that last week he had a really uh, ugly suit, but this was beautiful. And I, I kind yeah. of, I, I actually don't want it, but <laughs> I mean, I could imagine someone who's not me wanting it, which I think is a good sign. I said in my notes, I'm like, I don't know if I love this suit or hate it, but like I found myself warming back up to it. I'm like, okay, there's like a color moment happening here. Mm -hmm. Like I would never like 
I would not like ask Phil to wear this suit, but like right. I feel like it was working on him. I was like, okay, Ooh. I don't know yes. could rock this suit, and that's yeah, the exactly. Thing. But I will say the thing that takes away from the suit is just like we get it. Seth Rollins has a very annoying laugh. <laughs> it, but it's unfortunate. Yeah. Like that's the one thing about him that it takes me out of all this because I'd never want to hear that laugh ever again. I don't care if he's a good guy, bad guy, face heel, whatever. I just kind of like they always lean into this for him when he's a heel, Mari. Yeah, the laugh. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's so strange because it's such a again because like it's a annoying. Goofy he's a uh, he's uh, an annoying uh, uh, heel. Uh, 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 uh. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, like is that it or is it because it's <laughs> uh, I uh, I he has big toxic man energy, which is why I was probably <laughs> most drawn to him. Like I was yeah! very like like I'm like is this man kind of attractive? Like I <laughs> like I went through so it was I went through so many whole experience watching this. I was like, do I like this hideous suit? Maybe. Um, do I hate this man? Maybe. Do I like him? Also, maybe. <laughs> like it was a lot going on. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, it was, but it was very. It felt very classic, like uh, villain to me. Like like you're saying with like the laugh, and mm-hmm. this was one of the clear um, situations where I'm like, okay, I know how they want me to feel. Like yeah. I know that they want that. Like he's the villain. He's talking about. Uh, you know, Edge has had his neck fused multiple three ta- times. Three times. Yeah, three times. Um, just casual break your neck talk, you know. Just casual. Little, yeah, just off the cuff. <laughs> um, and like we're very much like rooting for Edge in this situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I felt like that was something that was very clear to me. Did you um, recognize Edge? Yes, I definitely recognized Edge. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like he's like the later end of like when I kind of started to stop paying attention but sense. he was one of the few mm. people in the clips that I saw that I definitely knew of um, I have no idea what Edge's sign is but my guesses for Seth Rollins were Scorpio or Gemini that, now, now I'm like you know what man energy God, this is sad too because if it's he's, if you're right ah, he's a gemini no <laughs> you're, Ge- you're a gemini right yeah no yeah. no i'm not a gemini oh, wait, i'm a taurus wait oh yeah you're yeah, both tauruses mm-hmm. so big, here's big the, the funny energy. thing um so like i'm calling it toxic man energy when i'm saying a scorpio and gemini <laughs> phil okay so phil is oh Mm. He's a Taurus son, but he's he's very Gemini heavy, like very very Gemini heavy. Um, has Gemini Moon, Gemini Mercury, and then he's Ooh. also a Scorpio rising. So this is all the energy I like in a man. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want a little bit of that stable stor- Taurus, but I also want like go. that like kind the of danger. annoying Gemini <laughs> energy. <Wow. laughs> That's, That's funny. So dark funny too. I keep wanting to do my my birth chart, but I just never. Oh, Mari, we should no. do that. Yeah, why I don't we don't know if you want to open now. that that can of worms. Forget the I rest do. of the highlights. Let's just go into that. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. what everyone came for. for sure. <laughs> right? They're like, that's never a, invite this yeah. girl back. <laughs> so anyway, Seth is no, perfect, but I no. like it. Like yeah. yes, and it was good. Yeah, yeah. Like I yeah, want, if you're gonna be a villain, like I want to be interested exactly. in it. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like I don't want like you our to big be a villain villains. because you have like a feud <laughs> with someone. Like I want you to be like kind of like annoying and evil. 
and he yes. served that. He did. He did. Oh and he did he bring, did as, as Edge said, he brought that that uh, Russell Brand televangelist Colonel Sanders energy. I liked how you how you pointed out the toxicity of it too, because I remember when he kind of debuted this character um, early this year, this spring, probably in March or so. The, what I was getting was cult leader vibes. And oh, oh no. I still kind of get those, but it's yeah. like goofier right now. Well, so. you like what kind of cult it. leader is wearing like a hot pink and like green? All of them. Suit? No, All yeah, them, he, he went from it because he was that's a, that's a he was kind of cult leaderish, but then people were calling him like the drip god and they were loving his suit, so he started oh. yeah. They started upping the, like the, the obnoxiousness of his suit. Not to be, so now that's not to the be thing. mistaken with Johnny Drip Drip. Yeah, yeah Johnny Drip Drip. I was exactly. not right. Johnny Drip Drip. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to go back there. but Exactly. No. <laughs> so uh, finally for SmackDown, uh, it was just a lot of reliving of what happened last week. It was just that, you know, John Cena came and um, challenged Roman Reigns. Roman said, I'm not accepting your challenge. I'm going to accept Finn Balor's challenge. He went to sign the contract. Uh, Baron Corbin jumped Finn Balor before Finn Balor could sign the contract after Roman signed it. Then John Cena came and jumped Finn Corbin. So John Cena signs the contract. So now we officially have a contract for Roman Reigns versus John Cena. But in the meantime, Finn Balor uh, had a score to settle with Baron Corbin. So we got Finn versus Baron Corbin. And after that, Finn basically that you know they called out Roman Reigns Roman Reigns came out they're stare down but then the Usos decided that they wanted to beat down on Finn beat down Finn Balor and then they didn't even do that right <laughs> like Finn they so needed Roman mean, Reigns to bail them out yes exactly exactly oh. they they're barely like, even got related, the job right? done like they're yes they are all related no those are his cousins mm-hmm. yeah it felt it was very much like God, guys. You make me do everything myself around here. Energy, exactly. Like, you had one job. You had one job, job. <laughs> and they didn't even accomplish the, it. It worked out at the end of the day. Like, hopefully, yeah. Roman's more results oriented than anything else. Because if he is, then he won't mind like all of the the. Me- like, there was this one moment where like Finn's down and we have a picture of yes. now on YouTube, but yeah, I had to watch this back multiple times because I was like, wait, what just happened? He, the like, Usos hit themselves. Like, yeah, yeah, it was very... He rolls out of the way and then yes. he like lands on the other one. Yeah. It was like three stooges to a team. It was it, evil yeah, henchman energy. We yes, it. the putties. From the yeah, the putties. <laughs> yes, or Vulcan Skull, maybe. Yeah, you know, big Power Rangers villain yeah. energy. So they they tried it, but and you know what? I like this because I just thought that Finn was going to be Finn made to look so bad, great. and he yeah. didn't look bad. He looked amazing yeah. here, and you know, I don't know. Again, Will we get more it, of this next week. Or if he you're held his own against three people, essentially. Exactly. Right. Like, right. Exactly. Which is why we're saying he came off really well. And he's yeah. the smallest one. He's, he's the smallest one. He's small. Um, he's small. <laughs> I le- I loved when he jumped out of the ring and like took both of the um the Usos, Usos. out at the same time. I was like, okay, like yeah. he's small man. Like, look, yeah. <laughs> He can do whatever this, he wants. Yeah, this is exactly. how you book a baby face mm-hmm. ex- if they're losing. Again, I'm just so upset with how they're booking Nikki Ash. But this is this is how you do it. He got beat down, but damn it, he looked amazing while he while he did it. So you're like rooting for him. Exactly. Though, okay, so so my question is: Is Roman Reigns like the like the Rock of like this era? 
Yes, he's actually related to The Rock again. Wait, tangentially. Sorry, what? I actually yes. don't know. This. this is not a setup, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh uh-huh. my goodness, everyone's yeah. related. Yeah, again, tangentially, it's a yeah. long story. Uh, but Marty, uh, what's the, yeah, sorry. no, we're not a family tree. Yes, exactly. The Samoan dynasty runs long. It runs deep. the The roots are in the blood. Mm. Okay, and. Yes, technically, like the Rock and Roman are kind of like play cousins, and so um, R- Roman will be at Survivor it's Series. Yes, yeah, yes, mm-hmm. it's family. Yeah, so I mean, uh, this is what I've been hoping for. I'm hoping we're gearing up for a Roman and, and the Rock uh, program here. But basically, yes, Roman is the big bad guy. He is the champion, and he has is the he a villain. Oh yes, he is a villain. Okay. Cuz he has yeah, he had like big like mob boss energy, which I yes. was like very into. I was just like, very yeah, much. you're in control and I like this. And that's all I've got did to you, say about you know, that. <laughs> I, mean, he did, I was going to ask you about his hair. If you had thoughts on that, but he wore his hair up. in the man bun so. the whole time. Okay, listen, yeah. I I think that honestly, like my love uh, for toxic men probably started from wrestling, um, and the long <laughs> yeah. hair came along Just with it. it. There, mm-hmm. There's been many a oh, uh, man with long hair that real. I that has been toxic that I have been attracted to, um, and mm-hmm. I don't hate it. I really don't hate the little butt, the man bun. Um, it's had its moment, but I feel like th- there's something about Roman Reigns where it's just like he has this energy to him that I'm like, you can do whatever you want. I'm not going to question it. Like, exactly. If I the mean, man bun yeah. is not a thing anymore and you're still interested, go for it. Yeah. Do it. All the way in. And, and here's what I'll also say that, you know, this look, he brings so much to the table as a character to, um, Physically, he brings a lot to the table. He's a great, he just brings it all. And so he's just fun to watch. Yeah. For everybody, I think, which is cool, which is also like and the he's, annoying he's thing. He's at the top about, of his game, too. Exactly. Right? And that's the, we were talking about this so much last week with like the John Cena dynamic, which I won't even get into. But he, Roman Reigns, is uh, amazing. Yes. John Cena looked like a dad going to like a Basically. Green Bay Packers tailgate. <laughs> what is yes. this outfit yes. that he like? I I'm sorry, I was not around for John Cena's heyday, but oh, right. like it was a little mm-hmm. bit too late for me. Like I knew who he was, and I'd, I'd seen yeah. him before, but like in the clips I've seen, I'm like, that's classic John Cena. Like that's he just... always looks like this. Yes, this is like a like... dad. The the he the jorts and the Literally. highlighter t shirt. He always looks like always. this, like which is the sad. It's the strange thing about seeing. He doesn't change his clothes and or like he changes the color scheme. Yeah. Well, Very that other guy didn't change, or was it Baron Corbin? Didn't yes, change the his stain. He fought in a white button down shirt and black pants. Yes. They didn't even give him an outfit to wear. <laughs> that like. He, he. That's what he wrestles in. Normally, it's not as disheveled, but he's going through. It's sad Corbin days right it. now. I, I yeah. was having a hard the time. Word slob, it was very slovenly. There you go. I felt that. Him. I felt that energy. Like it was. He's going through the shit right now for sure. Yes. 
and we, we also power rank, a power rank by the way of like the of just rustler outfits and who's at the oh, top and who's okay. at the bottom because cena is at the bottom for me oh yeah and you come on like put some other clothes on yeah Wash your you, like, you have a lot of Wash money. your shorts. Show me yeah, that you, you care money. about it, okay? Well, somebody who has different clothes. I, I don't know the segue for that. That's a we also segue. got um, we also got a, a, a clip it a, a snippet of of uh, Paul Heyman being interviewed. Oh. Paul, Paul Heyman was Paul Heyman was interviewed, and as he turned around, he was just asked his thoughts about John Cena sneaking in to face Roman Reigns. He was not a fan of this. He wasn't, and as he turned around, Biggie was sitting there awkward, not, not awkwardly laughing, but he was trying to make him awkward by laughing because mm. Jenny, this is Biggie had the the Money in the Bank briefcase. Yeah, that's he's, that's he's the the trombone guy. He's he's a part. He was a part of the trombone guys. Okay, uh, uh, they were a team. The New Day were a team. He had um, a trombone somewhere on his shirt or on his. Yes, yes, on, yes. Because he's a part of the. Yeah, okay. he's a part of the New Day, but they are separate right now. The New yep. Day is on Raw, and he's on SmackDown. Yeah, so he's a different show. That's why I was confused. Yeah. I was like, this was a totally different time. Like, who is he <laughs> with the trombone? Yes, it's different. It's different brands. It's okay. different brands. So yeah. it's the same company, different brands. He was split up from his New Day brothers. His New Day, the New Day are on Raw, and he is on SmackDown currently. And he is Mister Money in the Bank, which means he has that briefcase, and at any moment he can cash in on it. And this okay. was just him taunting Paul. That's Heyman what Nikki A S H had, and she yes, had that's right. cash in on exactly. Learning. But she didn't have the patience that he, Big that E has. Big e has. Big e has. E I mean. So. Waiting for his moment. Yeah. She didn't have patience. Period. She she cashed in the no. next night. Like yeah. <laughs> Big D, Big D, Big E. <laughs> too much. Too much. Big I want to see Big D Russell now. Um, <laughs> oh wait. <laughs> Big E has had uh, for like three weeks. You know what? We'll take it. <laughs> maybe he'll probably maybe, be wrestling soon. Maybe um. Uh, what's her face? Nikki Ash just didn't want to carry around the briefcase. She's like, this is kind of heavy and annoying and awkward. Like, I always have to be like <laughs> right. watching over this briefcase, or she's just like, I'm just gonna get this over with. She said, screw it. Yeah, I don't want to carry um, it around. I did like get a real. That's so real. <laughs> <laughs> we we'll did get, get another question. Rob me. <laughs> uh, we got our final question uh, oh. from PJ. Uh, Shout out to pod. Yes. He asked, what does a big E cash in and world title run look like for you all? Obviously, wow. the, the bump in meets match with Goldberg is right there for the taking, but I'm did curious. Did he write that in the. Yes, he oh did. it's gosh. right here. I'm reading it. It's uh, right there for the taking, but I'm curious that you and what, what you and Matt or whoever the guest is thinks. Why, so, did, why did I hear bumping meets and start licking my lips? I don't know. <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs> wow but I'm, mm -hmm. it's a euphemism for sure this this is what we were I, what I was loosely referring to yeah. at the beginning here um, because so if Goldberg beats Bobby Lashley at SummerSlam mm -hmm. we could realistically see Big E cash in his money in the bank on Goldberg and the, cause the money in the bank holder can cash in on any champion they want to and um so 
And if we get that, it's because uh, Big E has said in the past that Goldberg was his dream match. He was that was his favorite growing up. Famously, he said he liked Goldberg matches because it was just big, meaty men bumping meat. And that's what he wants to do. That's his dream match. Um, it, it never gets old. So control it, your lips, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> and so if we do get that, like if we do get Big E and Goldberg, and then we get Big E as the champion, he reunites with the the New Day on Raw, and then not only that, he they can then further in that built-in feud with with Big E and Bobby Lashley feuding going forward, build off of how Bobby Lashley and Kofi Kingston, one of the New Day guys were feuding just a few weeks back so i feel like if they did that that would be honestly it'd be a good way to uh further storylines down the road so i wouldn't mind seeing that i think i'd rather see e cash in on goldberg or bobby lashley than roman right now because i think roman um is doing great work and roman might carry carry the belt for just a little bit longer i think that biggie needs to stay away from I'll put it like this. I would like to see him stay away from, like, carry. He has the big muscles. He could carry that briefcase around for a while. And yeah. I kind of feel like if he was to, like, cash it in and then win the championship this month, that I don't think we would love that. I just feel like he would kind of be, like, buried in the shuffle, kind of like Nikki Ash in some ways, where you have, like, he'd have the championship, but I just, don't think they would do the right thing with him. Like, I feel like the place where he would shine might be like, let's hope that this doesn't happen. But like, if I was going to say, if someone's injured or someone has to take time off and then they need another big star. Um, but like when John Cena's around and Roman Reigns is around and Goldberg is around and everybody's around, like I just, I would give this some time and maybe get some more like funny laughing where he's, almost kissing the belt apparently he made out with the belt at this was yeah, not he, on tv no at, he, at he made out show. with the briefcase and oh like, sorry no, yeah with the briefcase yeah he made out make with, with the briefcase i'm if sure Matt there are wants videos to find that uh <laughs> that video I, um, we can show you exactly this <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll I'll, save I'll that send for the after you. show or something um yeah. <laughs> I don't bumping so big yeah, yeah big meeting that should be the name of the after show bumping me bumping meets Oh, um, that's such a great name. Bumping me. Well, the bump is well, yeah. their uh the bumping meats. Get it's like a double bump, bumping meats. Yeah. Uh, anyways, so I'm so sorry, guys. I I I don't know. I I I agree with you, Matt. I they could he could hold the briefcase for a little bit uh longer, and I wouldn't be mad at it. Check your DMs. Um, but. I think Raw Raw is really hurting. I I if I did not have to watch Raw, I would not watch Raw because it's just not that great. Isn't it awkward? We need to start doing this podcast at like on Tuesdays after Raw, so or like you know after we watch Raw, so that it's not the first thing we see in the week because it it does kind of like SmackDown's really carrying a lot of weight and NXT is doing a great job, but Mm -hmm. Raw not. Not so much, you know. Exactly. So yeah. So uh, uh, that's it for uh, the SmackDown. Uh, the SmackDown highlights again. Finally, you can find all of the highlights, all of the clips that we just discussed in our show notes and our uh, description, at the bottom here. So we're running out of time, but we are. 
but we get we do have a shoot. We're gonna do the shoot this week. We are. Um yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> no, we are, we are. Okay. We are. We, we're going to do the shoot this week. A shoot is anything that's like unplanned, unscripted, real life occurrences and wrestling. So this is our uh, segment where we like to just go off about something that happened in um, the wrestling world this week. And this week we got Matt Ca- Max Caster. See, there we go. Max Caster on AW did a promo that was just, wow, it was so bad, so insensitive. Not so cute. just not cute at all. It set the wrestling Twitter sphere ablaze. AEW had to issue um, apologies. They actually removed some of the video of it, which is crazy because they honestly didn't even have to post the video because this wasn't even on live TV. This was on their their like YouTube show. So they could have honestly not even released the promo, um, but no, they decided to release the pro release the promo. So we did get. Um, from the listener, our longtime listeners, Dan C. He uh, recorded his own little version of the shoot to send to us for us to play. And so we're going to play that right now before we get into our thoughts. Go ahead, uh, shoot your shots, Stan. Multimedia, come on, mm-hmm. Stan C. Hey, Matt and Mari. Stan C here from the Philippines, longtime listener, first time caller. Okay, uh, I'm going to be talking about the Max Caster promo in the context of drawing heel heat using shock value. I was a pro wrestling manager here in the Philippines pre-pandemic, and I was a heel too. So the last promo I ever cut in the ring, I basically dissed Kobe Bryant a month after he'd passed away. And when I did that, that was the loudest I'd ever been booed in the ring. And I was really proud of myself. I was like, yeah, finally, uh, you know, I, I had the best heat I could have drawn from a crowd. And uh, Robbie Eagles, the current IWGP junior heavyweight champion, uh, was working that event with us. And he pulled me aside and he said that, uh, yeah, you did get the heat, but you didn't do it the right way. And I asked him why. And he said that Kobe Bryant isn't part of your story. He wasn't physically present in the arena. He couldn't react. He had nothing to do with what we were talking about in the context of the promo. So it didn't really make sense to drag his name and to drag him into the promo. So that's kind of what Max Caster did here by uh, invoking Simone Biles and making a joke that referenced Duke Lacrosse. To bring up Simone Biles and to bring up the Duke Lacrosse incident really crossed the line because now you're sending a message that you're making fun of these things which shouldn't be made fun of. And when you've got a platform as large as AEW, you send the wrong message and you empower the people or the subset on the internet that says, oh, you know, these people are snowflakes or people can't take Mm -hmm. a joke anymore. Where's your sense of humor? And uh, the fact of the matter is these things are unequivocally wrong. And for a company trying to position themselves as a competitor to WWE, it was so disappointing to see them really fail uh, the global audience with regard to the lack of sensitivity and the lack of accountability towards the things that Max Caster said. So there, uh, quick uh, two cents from me here in uh, Manila. Thank you, Stan C. And shout out to Stan and the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, which is the longest running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. Shout out to Stan and thanks for that video. But yeah, Mari, what what are we thinking about this? Any reactions yeah. immediately to this? Good job uh, to, st- to Stan. But basically, Max Caster cut. Uh, it was he does this rap. He he thinks he's a rapper. He cuts a rap promo where he basically he says he he make fun of, he made fun of Simone Biles like 
um, ch- uh, uh, checking out of the Olympics for mental health. He then goes on to make a Duke lacrosse rape joke right so before, timely. right before he says that a 19 year old girl's um, nether regions are smelly. He right before he implies, Impl- should I say, Impl- Impl- implies that her yeah. It's the smelly. other thing that he did that nobody's commenting on is that COVID? he just replied yeah he replied that pcr tests are fake which are like, fake which no one's ta- literally no, no one i have not seen Matt, any do you understand comment that you know that's my job right yes, <laughs> like, i know is, that's like, your job i was like just, legit like are you serious are you serious you're, so you're also like, oh, a yeah, covid yeah, yeah, denier too <laughs> like people yeah. miss it was like four points of this promo that was just all bad every was, like, line was, like, was to, yeah every line was like i'm going to offend with each line <laughs> in a different way and all of it's bad yeah yeah and it's yes. just like it's all so so bad and it's just like what yeah, Nancy laid it out, and I'm glad that we have him here to give that perspective, especially because I even before this heard the Kobe Bryant uh, story, and just yeah, it's um the the story of Stan cutting the promo and the reaction that he had, which is like you get it, it makes sense that the characters are you know you're a heel you want to be a bad guy you want to be seen as horrible so then you go and say horrible things but there's also a line especially in today's wrestling world where like people know that it's scripted like it's not it's not just people going on being bad like there are lines that you could cross and like even with us podcasting like there are certain things and jokes that we make and others that we stay away from and you have to do that another point though that stan made um with in just in like the extended version of this video even was just that like the commentators you've talked so much about them jenny because like they give us cues for how we should think and feel and one of the Mm -hmm. disappointing things here was that the commentators like didn't say anything or imply that this was horrible like the only clue that this wasn't good was that the camera kept cutting to the wrestlers who had like the disgusted reactions, which only says so much. So Mm -hmm. it, yeah, it was, uh, those bad, bad choices, bad choices by Max Caster of the acclaimed, but yes. And because, uh, because, you know, we like to, definitely let you know what we're talking about here. I'm going to read what the actual promo said. Word for word. Okay. I mean, wow. if we could, if we could read the transcript from the Hulk Hogan uh, tape, I think we could read this. Yeah, I know there were a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think about that once in a while. Me too. Um, and so um, here's the transcript. I will take credit because okay. I did transcribe. Okay, this, fine. I don't because sure. this is a this is a this side is okay. note. I don't know. If you, I wonder if the transcripts are out there and circulating a lot. They're not, and I think that. There's a reason for There's that. a reason. Yep. Yeah. But go so, ahead, Mari. Okay, I can read. Okay. <laughs> a dramatic reading. Of a dramatic reading. Yeah. Maybe we could call Brittany from BB23 yeah. to deliver this one to us. Okay. It says, uh, the acclaimed kicking ass for Miles make you claim mental health like Simone Biles. The Seidel's gonna pay the cost. I'm trying to treat those bitches like Duke Lacrosse. 
The blondes say they the best, but those dudes are faker than PCR test. Mm. And what's that smell here in North Carolina? Oh, wait, that's Julia's. And then he gets cut off there. I Just mean, that, that's, that's where they said we can't cross uh, that line. Yeah, they said of Aye. all the things we say here, we definitely can't say the word vagina. That's yes. where yes. we're crossing the line. But all of the rest of this was totally okay. Oh my god. It was just so like <laughs> just each line just got worse and worse yeah. and worse. It's like don't do this. Like <sighs> Yes, cuz I heard why? about I heard about they were like, "Oh, Max Caster just disrespected Simone Biles." I was like, "Okay, cool. Let me go listen to it." I was like, "Oh, man." And then I was like, "Oh, man." <laughs> it's like the TikTok trend like the "Oh no." Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh no. Uh, yeah, yeah, and I and I think like I don't know if this is if you were going in this direction, Mari, mm-hmm. but fans, I think fans definitely people, people definitely like to pick and choose when they're going to be critical and kind of go in on something versus when they're not. And this was interesting to me because you would assume that the transcript would be out there, especially because like the video was kind of removed and pulled from a bunch of places. Obviously Mm -hmm. the words, all of the words in this promo matter. So I was surprised when I couldn't find the transcript of it. And I'm glad that, you know, I was able to find that YouTube video, but it kind of speaks to like this thing where I think people are willing to attack Max Caster. I, but I also think, and Stan C d- does a great job with this, like going to the next level of like, let's talk about AEW's role and who should be held accountable yeah. there. Let's mm-hmm. talk about the announcers and how they portrayed this. Like, it's not just about the performer and it kind of concerns me. I don't know a lot about Max Caster, like as a person, but right. I mean, he is someone who, it, uh, I, I'm, literally Wikipedia yeah. is failing me right now but okay. I just is, <laughs> like what's his um is he is Max Caster black no not to my like knowledge I don't like anything I mean he, he looks like he has something in him but I don't know but I, but I think that there's a former NFL player Rich Caster Oh yeah, total. Oh, thank you, Jenny. Of course, Rich Caster <laughs> of the NFL team, and you know. I, but anyway, my point is like it's just so interesting when people will attack a person. Okay, yeah. So people. at least his dad is black. Well, I mean, I point that or, out though. If he, I mean, it doesn't his dad is black. Matter? Wait, but no, I pointed out because like people are willing to be harsher with certain types of people than others in these types of situations, and I think this is this could be a little bit of an example of that. Where let's attack him and shit talk him versus like let's attack somebody else who's or let's let's uh, hold someone else accountable who we like more. Yeah, I mean, I don't get the sense that's, that anyone that's a likes slippery. Him. Yeah, that's a slippery slope, but I think what it you're is. kind of referring to, because AEW also had like a, like the whole speaking out thing kind of pop, popped their heads back up for AEW this exactly. week. Um, I don't know what happened, but uh, AEW claims to be on the side of like victims of speaking out, but they are currently pushing somebody who has I been didn't. accused of stuff. So we're not going to get into that too <gasps> deep right here. Yeah, but um. 
my biggest question, I guess, for Ginny here is as somebody who doesn't watch wrestling, AEW is a different product than WWE. They're, they're way more, um, they're, they're not, uh, PG. They're, they're closer to PG 13 and, and way more adult centered, um, content and you you did see some clips we did send you some clips we just had didn't get a chance to talk about them what what does this say to you as a casual person who may have turned on AEW that night when they saw this promo I mean it made me just wonder like what is like what is the the norm here um and like it made me it made me wonder like What's like, and I don't know who the other guy is. I only know. I don't know. Anthony Bowens, who's okay. And And it's like, are they, are these people well received? Like, um, you know, and, and it sounds like they, like you were saying, like they're trying to get this taken off of the internet. Like, is this Mm -hmm. just an example of like, oh, I really thought this was going to land and it didn't. So now we're like, we're like backpedaling or like, do they co sign this or is this just, like an accident like they gave they gave too much creative license to their performers and now this is like what happens well so that i mean yeah like do we know thing. for sure we do, do we because okay well this is what they claimed after yeah. it was posted online tony khan who is the uh who bought AEW? Um, he said that he's he's never normal, normally in gorilla position behind the curtain. He doesn't do the editing, and so he said from now on he is going to be watching the content that comes out. And we do know that one of the reasons that a lot of wrestlers do like working in AEW is they get more of a creative license with their characters. They get to kind of dictate. Yeah where their creative goes, which is complete opposite of WWE, where everything there's writers, everything is has to go through Vince McMahon and all of that. So yeah, they were given creative license and this is what they, what they, what they came up with. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And when you asked, did it land? There are lots of people who love the acclaimed and who are AEW fans. Right. And the honestly, the only reason why it even kind of got this big was you know, because Twitter. they posted it on their YouTube and yes, yeah. and then it got a hold and, and well, you know. what I noticed too, and like Stance, Stancy kind of uh, like mentioned this and like what he was saying is that like a lot of the comments on the video I noticed were a lot of people being like, if you're offended by this, you're a snowflake. And I'm exactly. like, of course, th- these are the comments all over this video. So yeah, I was trying to get a sense exactly. of like, is this like, um, obviously it made waves because like, we're talking about it. It's getting scrubbed from the internet. It, the transcript mm-hmm. is not out there, like you're saying. So obviously, like there are people that took note of it and were like, "This isn't okay." Um, but there's also like a great contingent of people that are like, "This is great." <laughs> so it's like, is this like the intended uh, target demographic? Like I don't know. Nail I mean, on the head. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's definitely like. I mean, I'll put it like this. It's the, cause AEW's on, um, on T, uh, TNT, TNT. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was getting like, mm-hmm. confused with TNN, which I don't think is even a network anymore. It's but not. It like has been for like 15 years probably. <laughs> but you know, the thing that like, comes to mind with this too is just that like, again, you can't get a, like, I can't even imagine what would happen. <laughs> can't even imagine this happening, but couldn't imagine what would happen if it's like BB 23 and like Britney's just cutting this 
cutting this promo. Uh, Brittany's like laying down this ref. Like that's not <laughs> gonna fly at all. She would be like ejected. Big Brother would probably be like ejected <laughs> from CBS in the moment. Possibly, probably not, but maybe something would happen. There'd be some consequences. And I get that this wasn't on TV, but this is at, this is for a product that's at that level. Yeah, it's a where platform. You can't mm-hmm. do that. You're in household, and you're but your brand is huge, and you can't. You need to be a lot more careful. I'm I'm just a little surprised though that like I'm I I'm disappointed that people would defend this so much. Maybe surprised isn't surprised isn't the word. Yeah. It's shocking because like I've seen his name trending like a different over the last few days, just randomly. And I'm like, oh, okay. So people are talking about this again. Hopefully it's not in like a positive way but yeah and it, and again the, the one of the the things that people didn't appreciate is there again there's a rape joke in this rap here yeah and there was a major movement called the speaking out movement that happened in wrestling about uh, 18 months ago or whatever yeah. where a number of women had come forward that say a number of wrestlers mm-hmm. or not i shouldn't say women it was all it was different victims came out to say yeah. that different wrestlers had you know assaulted them or whatever the and, gamut was and a number of them were women's wrestlers too. So yes, wasn't and even exactly. Just, yeah, exactly. It was women wrestlers who were also saying they were being assaulted. So um, the problem is a, again, AEW employs some people who were named in that movement. So th- it, that's just a double dose of like you're basically laughing in these victims' faces because there's also a rape joke here while you're also pushing somebody who is, you know. So it just was not a good look at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. So no, I mean, yeah. I, I think like the <laughs> like to put right. like a cap on it or something. Like, I guess the only thing I would say is like, what would we ideally want, or like, what's the like in the future if this happened again? Like, how it should not happen they, again. If this That's happened again, though, like, what would we? What would be the course of action that we would want? Don't to post take? it again. They they didn't That's even have to thing. post it. I mean, the promo was still floating around before it got posted because somebody in the audience um, oh. posted the video. But they it was already kind of making waves that it wasn't good, and they still posted it onto their official YouTube page. So, so it didn't take the air. It got posted to their official YouTube, and then if, then pulled. Well, that is technically the air because the the right. show he was on was their YouTube show. They, oh, yeah, they yeah. have a they have a television show and then they have a YouTube show. Okay, so Sorry. yeah, when they record it, no, it's okay. It, nobody cares about the YouTube shows. <laughs> yeah, but it's know. still published. It's still published on their I mean, platform. It's, yeah, yeah, it's still public, and it's still uh, a yeah. show. You yeah. know, so yeah. they it's still produced mm-hmm. and intentional. Yes, and yeah. intentionally released. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. So yeah, so. uh with, yeah, and uh, also just like I'm, one thing I'm curious. The last thing I'll say on this is like what consequences there are for everyone who's involved and responsible. Like, is Max Caster going to be on the air rapping next week? I don't know, but I just like lots of bad judgment all around, and it's <laughs> disappointing. Not surprising. Yeah. Does he rap they all do. the time? And he just yes. Like- Oh, okay. That's it. That's their gimmick. They come out and they they make a rap about their opponent. So, mm. I mean, they could do something. They'll it's AEW, so they know what 
people are talking about. So they'll probably flip it and to make it something goofy, like, oh, they turned my mic off or something like that. Mm. Something like, yeah, apology would have been nice because I still don't think that maybe I'm tripping, but I don't think they even had it, did an apology. Tony Khan barely did an apology. Yeah. So um, that's bare minimum Twitter, like bare minimum, like Mm -hmm. for real. Um, but okay, uh, that was the, this week's shoot. Very yeah. like ugh, intense. Times. Thank you, Stancy, uh, for sending out yeah, that you, um, amazing video. And and you know we love it when you guys are a part of the show. So to wrap this up, Jenny, I mean you are just an amazing guest. We are so oh, glad man. you could be here. Um, any final thoughts just over everything you've seen over the week? Anything you like you're interested in? What is your new wrestling interest level? I mean, I. <laughs> Like it doesn't take it doesn't take too much for me to get invested. I think the problem is that like like they're the different shows like don't relate to each other. So like I feel like it's right. too much for me to like get invested in one of the but there were like a few different storylines that I was kind of like, I wanna see where this goes. Obviously I'm very interested in what happens between Sasha and Bianca, like we were discussing. Mm-hmm. Um when is SummerSlam? I'm, I'll have to like pay attention to what happens here. Like, yes, it's in two weeks. It's okay. um on August twentieth. Yes, so this was very we'll nostalgic for me. Like, it was twenty first. Twenty first. Yeah, I loved. I loved experiencing wrestling again. Something that I, you know, had definitely been in the world of viewing as a young person, um, but mm-hmm. seeing it from like a modern lens was very interesting. Like I said, I uh, black out during a lot of the actual wrestling, but I'm very much into the storylines. I was reading the edit. It was great. (laughs) Very, very, uh, I was very involved in it. Um, And honestly, just a joy to get to come and talk to the two of you You guys do such a great job with this podcast. I have to say like, like the dedication, Mm -hmm. the organization, you like the way that you um, engage your guests, on this show is just so good so I just need to make sure that I say that live before we wrap (laughs) this up because everyone pay your respects to these two because they're absolutely killing it and thank you so much for having me on it was really fun I mean we couldn't do it without like the amazing Mm -hmm. guests like you Um, Mm Mari would probably kick me in the face and like your rivalry like yeah, heel Jen- turn of Mari or she, like, it's like I yeah Mar- Mari I, I have to watch her yes. I have to watch her but Jenny one quick question I have for yeah. you could you see yourself as a wrestler in this world of wrestling um I think I'm too much of a baby um mm. I think that I'd be like a really good sidekick Same. though like I would be like a really good hype mm. woman um because like you know how some of them like have like they're like the they're managers little, yeah like I think I'd be a good manager honestly where I'm just kind of like I hype Love up my person ma- I'm protective um I can be organized I um, love that oh my god so yeah, like I, I'm very much like supportive of people in my life that I like want to do well. And, um, so I think that that's more so my place. Um, I mean, I love attention, but I'm just like, I'm a lover, not a fighter. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. Unfortunately, unfortunately, we didn't get to do creator hapsler with you. I did have a great ring name for you. I'm not, I don't know if I should tell you. Oh, Matt, maybe, do you what is it? Maybe, do you have a ring name? <laughs> no. Matt? Maybe it'll happen in the future. I don't know. Like, yeah, you know what? Yes, I'm gonna hold, hold it. it. What? We'll hold, hold it. it. 
Okay. I'm gonna okay, hold yeah, it. We can't. Like, oh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Because I have never it's know. So good. Or maybe you will. I hope Just I find out at some point. You yes. guys have to bring Man. me back, and then yes, we will. <laughs> we, you know, I think at one point we might just do a whole show of just like creating a hassler for all of them. Yeah, have like so people show it. up. Half of them have characters, half of them don't. We'll figure it out. Yeah, like the the like the quickness. Of, like you guys are so in it. You know, you know what you're so doing off with the these. top too. for better or for Creativity. worse. Off the top rope. Yeah, <laughs> Jenny, where can everybody find you? Tell them what you're doing. Plug anything. Thing you're, you're you're going through here oh okay so you can follow me on social media at jenny autumn on all platforms um i am uh covering a couple shows right now i'm covering netflix's sexy beasts with the great <laughs> kuya um we had a little bit of delay in getting show. our uh yeah it's definitely interesting it's unique um, yes. that's for sure um so that's just a quick little six episode they're very i would say crushable the episodes mm-hmm. are crushable. You can get through them really quickly. But honestly, you can also just not watch the show and listen to the podcast. We have a <laughs> ton of fun. Um, we we uh, did episodes one and two with uh, Liana. We did episodes three and four with great Jacob Jones, who's recently awesome. on this podcast. Yes. And mm-hmm. um, we should be recording episodes five and six with Jacob's uh, tag team partner, Chappelle. Chappelle. Um, that should be coming up sometime this week, hopefully. Um, had some some delays in getting that. That was my fault. And I'm also covering HBO Max's F-Boy Island with my great friend, Kirsten McInnes. Um, yes. So uh, our um, coverage of the first drop uh, of episodes came out uh, earlier this past week and we will mm-hmm. be recording um our recap of the second drop of episodes i think on monday so that should be hitting your podcast feeds in the next couple of days depending on when this guy drops and yeah, <laughs> yeah i'm just uh occasional big brother 23 stuff i'm paying attention to that loving this season um yeah that's pretty much it she awesome. does it all. Been a she busy summer. And Lives love my amazing. life. And we love it all. And I feel like, you know, between like us, like me and Mari and you and Kirsten, especially, we need to figure out like some kind of podcast that's like the I'm, like WWE of love. I don't know. Ooh. Well, I'm telling you, like there is like, like I was not coming into this week of knowing I was going to be watching a bunch of wrestling clips, expecting the love story of Impact. Yes. And like, you know what I mean? So, Mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm telling you, like some of these people are hot dummies. We can throw them on an island. Like, I want to know what happens. (laughs) That'd be awesome. (laughs) You have to. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking about that until our next episode. Just like (laughs) fantasy booking the, the The WWE Love Island. Island. (laughs) But you know what? Thank you, Jenny. Thanks again. Mm-hmm. Uh, love your Twitter handle. and uh, Love your handle. It's very Thanks. simple. At Jenny Autumn. I, the only place I don't have it is TikTok. I I got oh, out of the TikTok uh, too late. Too late too so I'm like Jenny anyway, dot so Autumn. Cool. I also just, I don't post on TikTok. I just watch it. So it's just not a big deal. But, Good for, yeah. Same. Same. Twitter same handles are hard, same. though, to get. I, I'm like, again, as I mentioned, I'm an old. So I've had Twitter for a long time. 
<laughs> I got, I got the, yeah, the TikToks the are not. Aren't yeah. we all yeah. really old? The old. We're all just getting older every day. <laughs> older. Older and older. Uh, Matt, where can the people find you? If the people, if the people want find to find you. me, that's the yeah. thing. Uh, of course just they do. Clear, don't, just don't find me if you don't want to. But if you do, uh, at Matt Scott GW on all of the platforms. I'm not on tiktok so don't but also twitter is a good place to find me tweet me hit me up uh and also stereo where we do our post pay-per-view reaction shows and all of that stuff and so um that's where you can find me and do i have any other plugs no and i'm happy about it so i'll be back here next, next week but actually, you know what? Who, maybe I will have. Oh wait, we do have a plug. We have a plug, Mari. Together. Oh right, we do. Uh, we'll, get, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get it. Yeah, well, I I'm forgot. Happy We've been plug. pulling like we can plug it like three times. Anyway, Mari, do you want to so, start plugging away? Yeah, you can find me um, on Twitter and Stereo at Mari Talks Too Much. That's two, like the number two. Um, we're here every week on the Wrestling Rehab Up podcast. You know, subscribe to our feeds, send us those five star reviews, like, subscribe, all that. You can also find us on YouTube. Rob has a, a podcast on YouTube, um, and you can watch us. You can watch our, our faces as we react. Yeah, I'm also doing BB23 coverage. I just did the live feed update on Thursday with Taryn. Lots of, lots of fun. Dummies in houses, maybe. That's the new thing. <laughs> um, they're but not, they're not. They're not. not yeah, exactly. Dummies. This is, this not this cast. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but, um, them, but they're not, they're yeah. not there anymore. Yes, I uh, was just recent. I was recently not well, not too long ago, on uh, the Bachelorette podcast. I was on the uh, Ninety Day Fiance podcast. Lots of podcasts, uh, so uh, you'll be seeing me throughout the the year with the BB Twenty Three coverage. And like Matt said, we will be on the slap on Monday. Yes. Ding. Yeah, um, <laughs> we'll see there. And like we, so as part of the BB Twenty Three coverage, for those who don't know, the mm-hmm. slap. Which I think Mari, you mentioned up at the top mm-hmm. of the show is patron only. only. So mm-hmm. you get the exclusive takes, the exclusive content. Again, part of our love for BB23 and Big Brother in general. But mm-hmm. Mari, do you want to tell them what we're talking about? So we will be covering the Big Brother Canada versus Big Brother US Celebrity Night Fight. Well, that's what they called it. Celebrity Night Fight, a boxing event that took place last night. Uh, there was like like eight or nine matches pitting yeah. a, a BB US person versus a BB Canada person. And it was the hottest of messes. So if you want to hear us yeah, talk that's... about it, you got to become a patron um, at patreon.com slash RHAP and then uh, listen to it live on monday i think it's at was like seven seven yeah seven yes uh to the slop it'll be us rob sesternino and i think puya is guest hosting with rob that day so i mean come on yeah friend of the pod puya and all of us we're gonna cut up and you could only listen if you are an rhp patron which we would absolutely Mm -hmm. recommend um because you get all of this exclusive content you get to hear from us in our beautiful Mm-mm. sultry smooth voices 
Yeah. You never know what we're going to say. Maybe we'll just go off the rails. Who knows? <laughs> yes. We can when we're on Patreon. So yes, that's going to exactly. be really awesome. That, that is was, a highly anticipated slop episode, I've got to say. Yes. Like, I'm and really it, excited. So it, was a, yes. it was a last night was a was a mess. So yes. we're going to break it down. I feel like Mari, I don't know about you, but I feel like I might have to rewatch it, which May or may not oh, be painful. You're gonna, re- you're gonna relive that whole experience. relive the whole thing. Maybe Jeez, I'm like, I'm just gonna look for clips. Then <laughs> no, no, no. Um, <laughs> you have to take it go, off. Go check out the RHAP Instagram account at yeah. RHAP Grams. Uh, <laughs> Jacob Jones uh, or sorry Trey J and C Dog. Yes. Um, the tag teams they took over uh, RHAP Grams. They were at the fight. They met a lot of your favorite reality TV stars. I mean, loads of them. I was so jealous. They met Michaela, Big T, Tori. I mean, the Nani. list goes on and on. Nani. Someone else. Yeah, Michaela, Michaela Bradshaw. I already, I already said Michaela. I already said Michaela. Said Michaela. So, but like, come but on. But also Michaela. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it was. Emphasize. It looked like they had a lot of fun. So go check out that the story. The FOMO was. I real. know. I'm so upset. I, I was like, I talk wanted... about it because now I feel like I want to go back in time and be in Texas. <laughs> like you know I just want to hang out with the two of them in general and then that on exactly. top of that all of what they got up to last night I mean I it's yeah, yeah. No. That was amazing. That was awesome. And Mari and I are going to replicate that very soon at uh, the next show that Rob sent us to. Yes. Rob, us to uh, yeah. us, I'll send you my We'll, we'll have to talk to him about that on Monday. We'll work on it. But all right, everyone. Thank you for joining us for the Wrestling Rehab Up podcast. Uh, we will see you next week. Watch out for any flying elbows. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.